got you, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, even you, AstraZeneca, roll on up your sleeve, get vaccinated. It's here. It's a Fauci, ouchie, pouchy from my vaccination card. Shout out to our favorite MD, Anthony Fauci. Hi, Dr. Fauci. Once you got the vaccine, hug your family. speak I am in, in big trouble in big trouble and I don't want to be in big trouble does a bride and groom need to wear a mask when walking down the altar uh, it, it depends on the nature of, of where the service is if, if the service indoors. if the service is indoors then I would imagine the answer is yes behavior of social distancing of when you're indoors, making sure there's good ventilation or if it's not wearing face masks. Jen, when you say long term, what do you mean by that? Yeah. How long? Um, I think 
Forever. Forever. <laughs> UK 2035. A few more months and we've got this beat. Dozens of tennis balls with mean messages thrown into grounds of parliament as people protest against lockdown. Please no, not the mean messages. Oh no! Anyway... All right, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We are indeed late and gay. I have a little clip to show you about that, too, by the way. Might have seen it on our Telegram, Telegram <clears throat> or Twitter uh, or Gab or whatnot. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm Henrik coming to you live from uh, Northern Idaho. Hope you're doing well. Hope uh, your creation of a parallel society is going very well because that's what we're going to need. Ladies and gentlemen, the shit's going to hit the fan. Shit's not going to work, and even if it does work, they they don't want to have you part of it. Uh, and you're not going to be part of it either, by the way. So we'll see how that turns out. One of the themes that we've been talking about lately, of course, uh, do recommend you finding a local community, either where you are or pick up and just leave. Um, if you're in the U.S., leave those, um, you got to leave those blue states, uh, but there's no guarantees. You know, might uh, might not make it. Got to be in a good county. Got to be with good people around you. There's there's no guarantees. Whatever you think have been the case, I've said it before about where we're going. That there are no roads. There's no there's no there's nothing you can predict. Every variable that you can possibly take into account to try to plan out as as a a comfortable uh, of a civil civilizational collapse as possible that will never work out. Right. I was re-watching uh, The Road the other day, and I think it's a pretty... Uh, some people said the book is even better. I didn't actually have... Uh, I've not read the book. I, I did take a look at the uh, movie with uh, Viggo Mortensen in it. Uh, very good, i got to say. Uh, it's got to be one of the most accurate portrayals of... Uh, well, we don't quite know what happened, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's some kind of environmental, uh, you know, collapse that seems to have happened. Uh, maybe the, I don't think there's nukes or anything like that. It's it's just you know things are stop stopping. They're not even growing anymore, right? Uh, but anyway, that's probably pretty accurate to be honest. Worst worst case scenario. Anyway, uh, we'll be here and uh, try to get you to uh, <clears throat> well, you know, get, to, get get as many people aboard as possible before it's too late. Uh, getting as many people as possible to uh, to avoid that jab uh, in the arm because. Um, I don't know. I think we have reason to believe, uh, and I think we'll be uh, accurate. I, I hope not. I hope. I hope we'll. I hope we'll sit here in five years, and um, it's basically just kind of the same level of crazy. A little bit, maybe a little bit crazier, but not not much else has changed. Maybe that's the case, but I don't know. I think uh, I think we're looking at a major uh, a major depopulation event here. How can I put it? Anyway, we'll talk about some of that today. Uh, very good of you to join us. As I said, we are going out today on a number of places. Places RedEyes.tv, RedEyesMembers.com. If you're watching on the members' website, of course, you can just uh, click up in the menu and uh, click on live stream at the bottom right there. You can watch there. Uh, we also go out to Float. I do want to plug that a bit more, actually. Very good uh, very good free speech uh, service, F-L-O-T. Is it, it's not an E at the end. I always, I always spell it wrong because it's not how you spell Float. So it's F-L-O-T-E dot app. That's what it is. F-L-O-T-E dot app slash Red Ice TV. You can watch us there. They are, seem very free speech uh, friendly, of course. Odyssey seems, uh, for now at least, uh, free speech friendly. We do uh, we do appreciate uh, them doing what they're doing as well. BitChute uh, live streaming, I was hoping it would pick up, but it, I'm not sure what the status on that is. 
Uh, anyway, you can watch us as well, of course, on VK, uh, on Trovo. We do got on DLive, but we do urge you to to leave that platform uh, because they're, uh, well, they're not that great. Let's face it. Uh, okay, so this is, yeah, this is the clip I uploaded here. Uh, and so I listen, listen to yourself here, but someone said it, he's not saying what you think he's saying. Listen to this here, because I'm because I'm so late uh, and gay today. Listen to this. Somehow I just can't seem to stay interested in one girl long enough. You ever think maybe you're gay? Get out of here, me. Sure, sure. You got all the signs. All this fooling around could be overcompensation for latent gayness. You're crazy. Why would you say something like that? You know, I hate that faggy stuff. There you go. That's uh, this quote from the movie, by the way. So someone said, "No, no, no." He's he's not saying late and gay. He's saying latent gayness, right? Late. And <laughs> so I searched for the. Well, will you will you look at that? It's a, apparently a, a whole thing, right? So I guess it's something with, um, f- I, I guess fear of s- settling down, or, or or like you're you're put you're sleeping around and you're not like settling down with a woman, and that's just to like because you don't want that, or <laughs> you don't want to like c- commit. Right. So anyway, that's I guess there's a thing. Latent homosexual. I thought it was a great find. It was like, hey, he's talking about being latent gay. No, latent gayness. Whatever. It's a fun clip. That was 19. Uh, I think that was from a movie called. What was it called? A million dollar infield or something like that from like 1982. Oh, boy, how the language has, has changed. Uh, absolutely incredible. <laughs> like things you could say. It's like we've seen our society just like, you know, free fall uh, on the issue, both of comedy, but also on uh, the issue of um, free speech and what you can say and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm not saying that was a, you know, major Hollywood production or whatever, but uh, still it was was somewhat out of that environment. Crazy stuff. Uh, okay. What else should we talk about here before getting to some of the uh, the dumb stuff about Afghanistan? I do have a little bit on Afghanistan, of course. Uh, they're also commencing with the uh, vaccination trials on babies. That's right. Six-month-year-olds, I believe. Uh, or maybe it was two-month-year-old. We have a clip on that. We'll play that later. Uh, insane, of course. Uh, and then, of course, we also have a little bit on CDC's work has now begun to take uh, Americans' guns away, disarming Americans. We'll talk about that, too. But check this out before this. You know, we, we talked about... Kangs quite a bit, being Kangs. Who's the Kangs? Well, I think we're the Kangs, ladies and gentlemen. Face reconstruction of Ramses II based on Pharaoh's mummy. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the Pharaoh during uh, uh, Egypt, Egypt's golden age, right? King Ramses II built more monuments uh, and sired more children than any other Egyptian king. And so they, this is, the, of course, the original photo of him there, or of the mummy to the, to the left. And then a little bit of a face reconstruction. Now, the eye color is an interesting thing, too, right? If you listen to someone like Robert Seffer, of course, you'd argue uh, he would be uh, blue-eyed or green-eyed. What was it, something with still the the controversy over King Tut's DNA that someone allegedly say they got a glimpse of behind some scientist on a screen? They they did a a sequencing of that, and they found that it matched. And uh, I think it was like an R1B haplogroup, right? Which is like... um, Western Europe, uh, even the UK, the British Isles and stuff. Um, I don't know. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. You know, we're the Kangs. I've been, I've been telling you. Uh, okay. Let's see what else we got here before we. Uh, oh, this is this could be fun to show real quick too. Uh, Luke Rosiak, he uh, he does some good work. I think he's primarily with the with the Daily Caller, 
but he apparently has developed a Chrome extension here. I think it's him. Where you can swap out uh, one race for another. I'm not sure if you can choose what race to swap out, but the, the race being targeted here uh, is, of course, you know, everything in the mainstream media is anti-white, right? We cover it. Every every show, we, we most <laughs> most shows, uh, with the exception of some strict COVID shows, because that's the the peak, the peak level insanity with that, and and just where that's going, it's gonna be gonna be tackled. Uh, but uh, yeah, all the anti-white rhetoric in the media and stuff like that. So it helps you to swap out one race for another. So for example, you can replace uh, when they're attacking white people uh, with, for example, black people, and and then and then for those who do have any doubt might not be inclined on ours. I'm not saying it's for, you know, you you most of you watching I think have you see what the you see where this is going. Your 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 eyes are open. Your vision is clear. You know what's going on. So you don't have to use this tool. But it's a good tool to uh, to uh, to uh, propose to someone else. Hey, install this and tell me when you read the when you read the articles or I'll send you a few or something right depending on what the kind of material they consume. Uh, let me know if you think it's racist, right? And then you'll see the golf and the complaint on black people. There's a couple of samples uh, samples he did here uh, from Salon. Of course, this was originally then white here, but he swapped around with black. So Salon says, black men must be stopped. The very future of mankind depends on it. Uh, for 500 years, they've exploited their fellow men and plundered the planet. <laughs> it's time they reined themselves in. Uh, here's some affinity. When will black people stop blacking uh, black people in <laughs> the nation. I'm not ready to re-enter black society. Um, let me see. What is it here? Vox. Which is this? Look like a blog. No white. No white. Only safe spaces are not racist. Well, there, yeah, exactly. There you go. Okay, yeah. So let's change black with white. I guess. Uh, Vox. The blackness of anti-lockdown protests. Uh, amazing. Meanwhile, the White House is pleased that 60% of doses at federally run community vaccination sites are administered to white people, but there's more work to do. Uh, well, uh, that's that's a different. We have. I'm not sure where Luke Rossiak stand on that, but we have a different take on that, right? Uh, if you really want to make a difference in white lives, change how you teach black kids. <laughs> uh, beautiful stuff. Black Blazing Saddles, a comedy about stupid black people, is on Netflix. The Oscars are way too black again. I I mean that's that is accurate though, right? Cuz when they swapped out every single white white person in there just, you know, because that's what you got to do. Too many black people in here. Race row at US college. Some black people may have to die. UGA teaching assistant under fire for post. Yeah, it's a con just a controversial post. A psychiatrist invited to Yale spoke of fantasies of shooting black people. <clears throat> All right, uh, pretty based, if you ask me, pretty based. Uh, here is the Chrome extension here, and it's called, and I think you can search for that if you want it, is this racist? Uh, question mark. And it is under Luke Rosiak's name there, so I, I assume he uh, he did it. Shouldn't be too difficult, but I'm sure it will be, I'm sure it'll be taken down swiftly as, as the Echo uh, Chrome extension was as well. But uh, anyway, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, hey, by the way, I forgot to mention here, God, I gotta get a shill and plug the plug the support of the show a little bit. I almost forgot. Uh, Enterprisestream.live slash Red Eyes TV is a great way of joining us if you want to send some super chats. I see a couple of people over there, and I almost forgot I was going to pull up Coin Tree as well. 
which is a crypto uh, kind of super chat function. We have a couple of uh, options in there for you. Uh, if you feel so inclined uh, with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin and Dash, you can you can send a message uh, attached to uh, to that if you prefer crypto. Uh, but so we're trying that out. And so that at, that's at Cointree slash Red Ice TV. And you got to put a dot before the, the two E's at the end. So it's Cointr.ee. So that spells out Cointree with a dot before the double E's slash Red Ice TV. And you find it right there. Uh, I'll try to keep an eye on that during the show as well. Uh, and then, of course, as always, Odyssey, odyssey.com slash at Red Ice TV. And I see a couple of people joining us over there. Thank you, guys. Uh, do appreciate it. I haven't activated. They have some USD Super Chat over there, too. I haven't activated that yet because it takes a Stripe. <laughs> they, they're they working with Stripes. I don't even I, I, know. I'm just so tired of. I mean, it's great. It's super good, like good for them. But they got to learn these 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 boys, uh, you know. Kaufman over there at Odyssey, he, sh he should know this stuff, right? Everyone's banned from, so many people are banned from Stripe. But anyway, uh, we'll see. Okay, so that's a couple of options. Let me see if we do have a couple on uh, the stream real quick here. Let me do those and then we'll move in, swiftly move into uh, uh, some of the topics here uh, as we head towards the Taliban topic. RoboThink says, I've been seeing new narratives floating around social media lately saying, Blacks were the original American natives. Are we just making shit up now? Um, yeah, the, I, I would assume it's connected to these uh, the Hebrew Israelite uh, or the uh, Black Hebrew Israelite uh, thing, right? Isn't it? I mean, I've, I remember uh, the Olmec things, right? The the supposed the black faces in uh, South America, Central America, and stuff like that, right? So I've heard about that for a time, actually. Uh, I, th I still think the most interesting thing, of course, is the uh, Clovis culture and the fact that so many American Indians uh, did cover up that in terms of they wanted to do some tests on the skeleton there. Uh, So-called Clovis culture, you can call them uh, Solutrians. There's a, you know, kind of, we've done shows in the past on that, uh, but they didn't allow for, for them to do that. And those that did examine the skulls of those, the phrenology, basically found, well, this looks like more or less European. Um, European skulls. One of the theories there is that they moved across the ice sheet, and at that time, uh, the 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 Bering, uh, either the Bering Strait, that would have been one, uh, I think, connection over from like Russia over to the the U.S. Uh, that way. But it's more likely they just went west, you know, like literally up like Iceland and around Greenland, Canada, and then uh, then down that way. So uh, we haven't really looked into those finds. A lot of interesting things there, I think, Archie. If I can, uh, thank you, RoboThink. I appreciate that. Archie says, if I can make friends with a based Afghan refugee that lives in U USA and I point out to him that Anderson Cooper is gay, then would that be inciting violence? Let me see here. If I make friend with a based Afghan refugee that lives in the USA and I point out to him that Anderson Cooper is gay, then would that be inciting violence? I, well, so it depends on which of these Afghan refugees there are that's coming, right? Because there is a, allegedly, Reportedly, a uh, a large segment, which is now Western, uh, in a sense, West, uh, during the 20 years there of American and, and uh, other Western NATO NATO air, allied presence, they've uh, they've turned more Western friendly, hands more LGBT, hands more pride, pro pride, and things like this, right? So that's the majority of the group that is uh, fleeing. I think it's it's 
basically basically collaborators, right? It's like the, uh, the 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 Vichy government version of the Afghanis that are being flown to the U.S. Uh, and and the activists, you know, like the Western style LGBT and pride activists, they're going to the U.S. And then you have a mass wave uh, that's going to come to Europe, uh, probably as many as three million, maybe more. And surrounding countries, Uzbekistan, Iraq, Iran, other countries are going to piggyback on that too. Even Syrians, I think. Uh, so it might be even more than that. And that's going to be the hardcore. That's going to be the the uh, that's going to be the throwing gays off a of buildings crowd. I think more so. And but but America is going to get the uh, the other kind. Anyway, thank you, Archie. Uh, Lycan Warrior says. Uh, leaves a link here and says blacks brutally beating up a a couple of white men in downtown Chicago. I did see something about that in passing. I'll have to save the links. And then another one: black man beats white man senseless in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, it's it's uh, it's it's really not news. It should be. I think someone pointed out too that these stories were very common in like even the '90s. I, I think people said it was like very common and. You know, every every night on on news media, the U.S. media, there was like stories like that, but nothing ever, you know, kind of came of that. Anyway, I'll I'll save some of those links uh, for later, like, and I do appreciate you sending those, and maybe we have time a little bit later to play them. Uh, thank you, like, and good to see you as always. Uh, okay, all right, uh, okay. More on the replacement issue here. Then out of the U.K., not a big surprise, of course, but apparently, according to the Spectator, uh, more than a third of U.K. babies now involve at least one foreign-born parent in parts of London, 80%. So in parts of London, 80% of births are to foreign-born mothers. But there's no, there's no genocide. There's no replacement. This is just a conspiracy theory. It's fine, you know, you can have people like Tony Blair advocating for the replacement of the UK population just to just to spite his political enemies, just to stick it to the right-wingers that didn't want that. And actively bringing in as many people as possible from other parts of the world to intentionally change the demographics and hence change the voting patterns. And there's other things behind that too. But that's when this happens. That's when a, a capital of, of a European country has its population replaced, right? Uh, but, we'll, but we'll continue to call it a conspiracy theory. All right. Uh, and, of course, we have the, cla- the classic, uh, I've shown it many times, but I think it's The Guardian, right? Um, the last days of a white world and how, how it's wonderful and it's great and soon enough it's not going to be any, any, any enough white people. But, you know, we showed that video the other day. I think it was at the end. Was it at the end of Weekend Warrior Show? I forget. Um, with, the, uh, with the couple. Maybe we should, maybe we should play it again as an as a antidote to what you just saw. Uh, let me see if I can find that video again. Uh, that is actually very easy and uh, it can be very quick to change uh, the demographics of a country, of a white country, if just more people start having more kids. I know, shocking, right? Uh, big revelation. Let me see if I can find that. That was the title of that video. Uh, it was cringy music, but it was a good message. Like, you could uh, you could turn... But I, I think I said two when I played it, but four. Four people. I said two people, but it's, you know, the... It's the partners of the kids that they have too. So I forget how many it was, but you know, you could turn essentially you could turn two two people into 
you know, 34 people in, in like two generations, right? Um, yeah, I can't find that clip. Anyway, you guys, you guys probably remember it. I'll see if I can find it later. Uh, I'm not sure what the title was. Sometimes I have too many clips and it just kind of gets get, get lost in the folders. Anyway, okay, boys and girls, let's move on here uh, so that we can uh, get to the main topics. Just a, a couple of scraggly stories here in the, in, in the beginning here. Uh, of course, we know that they love to uh, beat down on, on Catholics, right? The, the issue with uh, child sex abuse, of course, uh, it is occurring, of course, within uh, the churches and, and so forth. And, and, of course, it should be uh, exposed. It should be stopped. It's uh, absolutely despicable, uh, disgusting, and all that kind of stuff. But it uh, takes place in pretty much all of the Abrahamic religions, but you don't hear much shit, that much about it in when it comes to the Islamic world. Or the Jewish world. The Islamic world, of course, they have things like in Afghanistan, and we talked about that, the uh, the Bazir, the Baja Bazir, you know, boy, uh, playing with boys, that game. Uh, and someone argued that it was like the Taliban forbid that and removed it. I think, uh, and even if that's the case, I think they would have done it in, in name only, and they wouldn't be able to, to stop behavior like that. And it would still have continued. But anyway, this is a story out of Times of Israel here. Uh, New York Jewish institutions hit with 150 child sex abuse lawsuits since 2019. Claims were filed after child victims act opened up a two-year window for abuse survivors to seek redress for incite, um, incidents that otherwise fell outside of the statute of limitations. So I guess they, for some reason, they didn't act on it right away. But then later on, they, uh, they, they did. At least 150 child sex abuse lawsuits were filed against Jewish institutions in New York over the past two years under a special law that temporarily lifted the statute of limitations, barring old claims, according to analysis of the New York court system by the Jewish Telegraphic Agency. This look-back window for reviving allegations was created by the Child Victims Act of 2019, and it led to a dramatic wave of lawsuits that peaked just ahead of the August 14, 2021 deadline. So, uh... Anyway, only a small fraction of the total involve Jewish institutions, but the number is high enough to reflect a widespread desire among Jewish survivors to hold officials accountable and expose policies and practices that allegedly enable the abuse. Interesting, because we don't uh, we don't hear too much uh, about that kind of stuff. Now, do we? I don't think we do. All right, let me check entropy. Got a couple in there. Thank you, guys. Hatchet JYT. Hailward Ice got some uh, great source documenting, uh, uh, some great sources, rather, documenting the original white presence in North and South America, preceding the Asiatic peoples. Now, I'm being kind there, but thank you, Hatchet. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's good stuff. I'll, I'll check that out. Thank you for the links. Uh, I'll, maybe maybe there's times a little bit later we'll, we can uh, show some of those. I'll just have to do something on it. Uh, do a search on uh, redicemembers.com for Solutrians as well. We have a couple of uh, links in there. And one, actually, one show I really liked was the, uh, let me see, who was it? The the island um, was very interesting. It was the, I'm trying to think of the right, was it the Canary Islands? Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find that real quick. That was a very interesting. It's a different. Yeah, the, this is the one. The Guanches. Check out this show. The White Indians of the Canary Islands, all the way back in 2014. <laughs> but uh, it was quite uh, interesting, actually. Uh, very interesting. We talked about Turhei et al. and some other stuff, too. But apparently there was like 
white um I mean, we were, of course, native in European lands too, but they're like, their way of life was, was pr allegedly uh, kept that way for longer time, being more isolated. Um, so there, there, there is stuff like that for sure uh, out there and around. But uh, okay. Anyway, thank you. appreciate that for the, uh, the links. I'll check them out later. Hatchet, thank you. Uh, Space King. Afghans are not based. They hate Christians and have extramarital goat encounters. Also, the U.S. government allow... Uh, the ANA, the uh, Afghan National Army, to bring boys into their tents at night. I'm, yeah, I, I saw, we showed an article too when I did that, uh, the full Afghan show, the, I think it was last, not the last week, but the week before that, uh, where the also the US military was asked to look the other way uh, for that kind of behavior. And I think it's prevalent among Taliban as well, uh, frankly. But anyway, thank you, Space Gang. Blasdelizo says they recently did some DNA testing on an ancient skull. Ancient skulls in Peru, their results came back as being from the Caucasus area. I we have followed some of that for many, many times, specifically in the South American re region, uh, and like you know, like Maya, Maya land, and all that stuff. Right? I mean, this, the, the old ancient stories about the Itzamna, right? The white feathered serpent, and they came with the calendars and the knowledge and all that stuff, right? Um, it's obvious from the diffusion from whatever cataclysmic event happened thousands and thousands of years ago and you had a dispersal and, you know, you could call it Atlantis if you will, uh, but you don't have to. We could call it uh, Doggerland. You could, there's a number of other words for it too, of course, uh, but there's some kind of, some kind of, you know, land that, that we had an, an original population on. And then some kind of climate or cataclysmic event happened and these people had to flee. And some of them went to Western Europe and stuff. And that's why you see those monuments, the old stone monuments, all the way up Norway, the, the west coast of Norway, the west coast of Sweden, the west coast of Denmark, the west coast of Ireland and the UK, the west coast of France, the west coast of Portugal and Spain, and like all over there. It's like stone monuments, four, five, six thousand years old. And so that was these were clocks, a clock system, essentially. A, a calendar, date, clock, you know, some people speculate that the very axis of the Earth changed because of this cataclysmic event. So these people did not, no longer know where are we in relation to things? When do we need to plant things to survive? When do we need to grow? Where, where are we? Was, these were like massive astrological, calendrical clock systems, essentially, uh, to try to get their bearing again. And some of that diffusion happened also on the then the east coast of the U.S., there's remnants there, and then down uh, in Central America and even further down in South America, too. And especially if you talk about a group like the Chachapoyas, the Cloud Warriors, uh, which allegedly also were of uh, fair complexion, uh, which is a fascinating story, right? Thank you, Blas Elisa. Appreciate that. Michael57DE says, Hail Henrik, hail the gods. Thank you, sir. Hail our Vogue, indeed. Make vote and proud today. What am I saying? Of course, you do... Um, you do by great you, you do that by doing great work for our people. Thank you, Michael. Uh, good take, sir. It was good to see you, Michael. Thank you. Uh, okay, let me see here. Oh, here's one on. Uh, here we go. Here's some one over on Cointree. Thank you. Uh, very nice. Thank you for the generous donation, uh, Litecoin. I appreciate that. Uh, great to see. Um, and it's where? Oh, it's just anonymous. Okay, there, there we go. First time I'm using it, so I'm trying to find the name. Uh, great to see Red Ice on Cointree. If your audience has any suggestions, uh, I'm looking for a Canadian city with low diversity, low mask wearing, high community spirit, and strong on family values. 
uh, reach out. I know there's some Canadians and uh, one of them I dropped the ball and I should revisit that. If you're watching, send me an email again. And I wanted to, maybe in the Friday show, just do a little bit of a like focus on one, either one area or at least you know, one country. And of course, countries that are a little bigger, it's it's more hard just to do one, you know, one one country at that time. And break, maybe if it's a bigger country, break it up in parts and, and just say, hey, there's people here in this region, this area, this you know, around this city or in this um, state or land, you know, uh, county or something like that. Uh, and uh, we can have to just kind of connect you guys. Uh, so yeah, so pertaining to this super chat, someone looking for a, a Canadian city and maybe a, maybe a village at this point would be better. You just get out of the cities, uh, but I get you. Uh, so uh, reach out uh, and uh, let us know where you're at, roughly where you're at, and maybe we can get you in contact. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. So let's do the, uh, where were we here? Oh yeah, the military parade stuff. Let's do that. Uh, Taliban holds huge victory parade showing off U.S. military hardware. We're going to talk a bit about this, um, just how much stuff they've been getting, just how much money this has cost. Uh, no, not only, excuse me, not only the lives, <coughs> but also the just incredible mil amount of military gear, vehicles, aircrafts, you know, her helicopters, weapons, all of it, Humvees. Uh, it's incredible, right? And we did a little segment in the Weekend Warrior show and check that out for more detail, of course, bradassmembers.com. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, kind of the intentional, uh, really, collapse of, of uh, the, um, the the whole th Afghan theater, essentially, and in a way of handing over this to the Taliban. And now they're floating ISIS-K as well, and so who knows, maybe even what the Taliban has will now end up in the hands of them, or this is about you know befriending now the Taliban essentially and then have them fighting like an, a, a second layer proxy army against this new boogeyman uh you know ISIS K and of course it was a very you got to be very suspicious right CNN did an interview right away with the the, lead, the supposed leader of ISIS K which stands for uh, you know Islamic state and I think it was the Khor Khorasan province so, so sometimes they shorten it ISKKP um but m m most of the time, this is Western, you know, fingers, NATO fingers, U.S. fingers in this uh, that creates this scenario. But anyway, regardless, a lot of gear uh, have been handed over to uh, to the Taliban. No matter how you slice and dice it, uh, here are some of the footage on this here. Taliban on us. That's right, fancy pants. Where's that? Is that um, ACPs? What do you call them? APVs? What do you call them again? Alright. Good stuff. Not a problem. There's just a couple of them right there. Uh, Taliban Black Hawk Parade, Kandahar, Afghanistan. <laughs> APCs, that's right. Thank you, Black Philip. I appreciate that. APCs. <clears throat> Super bass music here, boys, right? All right. Good stuff. Was there some underneath there, too? One is obviously flying there, but um, uh, here is more. 
At least one Black Hawk helicopter has been seen flying over Kandahar in recent days, suggesting someone from the former Afghan army was at the controls, as the Taliban lacks pilots. And of course, they can train them. They can force them to train them. There's, you know, there's a number of scenarios here. Uh, let's see what this is here. Keep this in mind when uh, your fellow Americans will be kicked out of their uh, uh, out of their uh, you know apartment or their housing. They can't pay their bills. Social Security is running out. You're not going to get any money. Um, nothing for you. Nothing for you. But trillions. 6.5 trillion in debt alone from all the money that has been spent over these two two decades. Who's going to pay? Your kids are going to pay. You happy that the Taliban is getting this money, all this gear that they're fail that they're ob objectively intentionally failing at this to hand all this weaponry over? You happy about that? <laughs> All right, I thought they would show some more of the parade in the background. Here we go. Here's a little more. Here. Is that like uh, Pashtun? Like it's almost a little Indian. Like they have got a little that, that twang on it. It's kind of fascinating. I mean, Afghanistan is really not a country... Uh, it's one of the reasons, too, why they couldn't keep their military together, right? We've shown footage of that, how the <laughs> Americans are seeking to get the Afghans. Get at that Afghani spirit, you know, and it's it's basically just a a, a clique of um, tribes still. You know, I mean, there's somewhat bigger groups, but the, but it's that's basically what it is, right? Some of the European countries took a thousand years to formulate, and even then it's 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 it's, you know, impossible in some regions still to this day. Think these guys think the Soviet Union and then America are come, gonna come in and just fix this? Oh, here we go. Here's Afghanistan now. No, the Pashtun is one group. The uh, I forget all the names of them now. I, I rattled them off the other day, but whatever. Uh, I, I don't understand why these different ethnic groups can't they can't have their own country. Wouldn't this be be a better option? No, it wouldn't, because who the hell are you gonna you know piss away all this money to? You need that for the military-industrial complex. You want to test some weapons. You gotta you gotta take money from Americans, from hardworking white Americans, and then hand it over to these guys. All right. Anyway, you get the idea. So they have their little parade there, and uh, <clears throat> this happened as well. The Biden administration erased Afghan weapons, uh, weapons reports, I should say, from federal websites. Whoops. The war in Afghanistan has always been a black box, but the Biden administration just made matters worse. According to an admission obtained from the State Department, Biden officially recently directed federal agencies to scrub their website of officially reports detailing the $82.9 billion in military equipment and training provided to the Afghan security forces since 2001. The scrubbed audits and reports included detail. This is almost like, what was it, the... Um, what was that? All the things that were lost in uh, the 9-11 attack? Uh, something like th $3 trillion or something. And then they claimed later that the, the, oh, we, uh, we, we found that again. It was just an accounting error, uh, which I think is bullshit. But uh, a lot of things. Wasn't there something with the gold? How much gold was it that was... They had like gold reserves down in the basement or something? Uh, it, again, this is years ago. I should dig some of that up. This is fascinating. But the point is they have a... Whenever there's a crisis like this in a major, you know... 
major, um, what I call it, um, intentional collapse, you know. They, they cover up a bunch of things which they don't want revealed, and then just another crisis takes over, and we never find out about this thing. It's just like these, um, what we call like a rolling crises. It's just like one thing after another, and people's memories are short, they forget. Right? Uh, Odyssey, we have Jay Wallace over there says, One day Europeans will be celebrating the return of our nations, just like the Afghanis. What a time it will be. Indeed, sir. That's absolutely right. Uh, there is no other option. There is no other way. Uh, just like the Spanish did with their na nation. Reconquista, the, the original one, by the way. Uh, okay. The scrubbed audits and reports include a detailed accounting of what the U.S. had provided to the Afghan forces, down to the number of night vision devices, hand grenades, black op helicopters, and armored vehicles. Reports further quantified 208 aircraft and helicopters, 75,000 war vehicles, including 22 Humvees, 50,000 tactical vehicles, and nearly 1,000 mine-resistant vehicles, and 600,000 weapons, including 350,000 M4s and M16 rifles, 60,000 machine guns, and 25,000 grenade launchers. That, any of this will totally not be used in the new wave of terrorism that's going to occur now in the war on terror. Eventually, it's going to be rebooted. I made a prediction like they're not, never going to leave and in a sense, I, I still hold to that in the sense that even if they don't re-enter Afghanistan again directly, they're going to say the what's happening in Afghanistan is because of, let's say, something that's happening due to Iran funding, um, you know, the Mujahideen or the, you know, one of these groups, whether it's ISIS-K or even the Taliban, you know, something like that, right? They'll, they'll piece something together. And they'll go in another country, maybe Lebanon. It's this is Hamas, you know, something like that. Uh, so I still, I still, I still think that's the case. And many of the right wingers, the, the conservatives, have been like, "You need." I, I, I was trying to find. It was just completely coincidental. I was playing a clip in the background from, uh, I think it was Newsmax on on the Rumble uh, channel, and I just I clicked, you know, checking live feeds on Rumble, and I all oh, clicked in on that for a few seconds, and there was some lady there, some GOP woman, I forget what her name is now, Betty, not not DeVos, but it was some Be Becky McCloskey or McCloskey or something, McCloskey or something like that. And she was just like, we need to invade right now, you know, just bombs and grenades and go right, go back in there. They're like super gung-ho about this again. They want to go right back in there. If they get a, a, a GOP person in next, they'll just, they'll go right back in there. You'll see. Um... Anyway, so it goes through some more details here of just how much money and gear and stuff and how much they're covering this up, uh, intentionally erasing material so that we won't find out just how bad it is. Absolutely crazy. Uh, and here, of course, yeah, the, the opium war, as Black Phillips commented, this is the third opium war, and this time China is winning. Something interesting there, I think... I think so, you know, we have all the stuff with the opium and then doesn't that extend, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that extend into things like fentanyl and things like they actually have to have that opium as a, as a source or do they completely synthesize uh, things like fentanyl so they don't even need that anymore? Regardless, whether they did that with fentanyl or not, one of the reasons, of course, you know, during United States occupation in Afghanistan, the poppy production went up significantly. Uh, I forget how many, it was like something like 600 or 16 
100% or something. I forget what the details were. Uh, but my point was basically they they don't need that. They have new synthetic drugs. It's other... We we're entering into a completely different technological era, right? With like, you can engineer and design the drugs now, essentially. You know, genetic code, you can splice things, and, and they don't need it. Um, yeah, Black Phillips says, Henrik, I believe China can make fentanyl now from scratch. That's what I would assume. That's why I think par partially, it's not the only reason, but that's partially why some of this have happened, because they're like, you know, we don't need that anymore. It's not about that. I am surprised about the minerals, though. That's one thing that China's going to do, right? The USGS conveniently discovered something like, you know, a trillion dollars worth of uh, uh, minerals, you know, mica and like all these, you know, rare earth minerals you'd need to produce, you know, some of the high technology, you know, high tech stuff that we use these days. And throughout those 20 years, unlike, you know, Iraq, where Halliburton was in there immediately and, you know, the number of these like nepotism type relationships, um, you know, what uh, was it uh, Cheney that was connected to the Halliburton group and stuff like that? The contract to rebuild was handed over to, you know, the nephews, basically, of the, the neocon guards and stuff like that. But um, during all of those 20 years, they never went in and tried to extract or do, to my knowledge, try to take those minerals, right? It, it, that used to be like, you know, the spoils of war, essentially. You got to get something back, right? Uh, but they didn't do that. And now China's going to do it. You'll see. Very strange. Very strange. It's It's almost like it's a intentional bankruptcy of America. Can you believe that? Yeah, totally not Clow and Piven strategy. It's totally not just the uh, the the designed collapse of the United States. So let's talk about all the wonderful thing that, you know, the West gave Afghanistan. Uh, saw this tweet here on... I saw the tweet on Twitter. She said, uh, Dr. Bahar Jalali said, for eight and a half years, I taught at the American University of Afghanistan, we've talked about them before, as a faculty member and academic administrator. I founded the first gender studies program in Afghanistan's history there. All our work, our hope, our dreams, our progress, only to have it snatched away so needlessly. It's another one of those, go invade back in there so we can push women's studies on uh, Afghanis. So I had a little clip. You guys are members. You saw it. Uh, if you didn't see it, redassmembers.com. Join us there. You can see this first. We played a clip. This is a little outtake from there where we looked at some of the art that they're pitching to some of these Afghani women. It, it's The clip spe speaks for itself. I do a little, you know, I yap a little bit in the beginning of the, about, the, about the quality of the type of Afghanis that, that the U.S. is getting, much as I said in the beginning of this show. Uh, but then they, there's a clip we play from uh, Adam Curtis. Actually, a good, decent document. You know, he did like the Century of the Self and stuff. And yes, he's very, uh, you know, overtly left-leaning progressive on some issues. But on some issues, he's actually very accurate and very, very, very uh, astute observations that he makes. Uh, but look at this, the art of what the West gave to Afghanistan. Let me show you a story from the insider first uh, that uh, exemplifies this, but we're also going to take a look at some 
you know, the, with the women rights and what the kind of art even that they were trying to push on 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 feminine on fe Afghan women to push feminism on them and stuff. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, but check out this one real quick here first before we look at that clip. Um, several gay Afghans told Insider how they live in fear of their lives after the Taliban's victory. Under the previous Taliban rule, the militant group executed gay men. In tears, Rahman said that his life has felt like a nightmare ever since Kabul fell to the Taliban. The names of the people that Insider spoke to have been changed, of course, right? And then they talk about, you know, the sob story or whatever. And then there was one guy here. This is kind of... <laughs> so, where, where, so where are these guys going, right? Here's, here's one guy, an activist here, an LGBTQ activist, Nimat Sadat. Uh, he was the first public figure in Afghanistan to advocate for these uh, gay rights. But now, of course, he lives in the U.S. He told the insider that he's helping gay Afghans apply for asylum. So, <laughs> so when you see all those flights of people exiting Afghanistan, it's it's this kind of quality, I guess, that Afghan. Ironically, the U.S. is helping uh, the Taliban uh, to purge them of the undesirable, undesirable element out of the country. And these all these liberal LGBTQ pri pride to be activists are going to land in Western European nations, in the U.S. and all this crazy shit. Right. Uh, but check, check out this clip here. This is a slice and a sample. Uh, of what the American regime and some of the other uh, Western countries that were in the region tried to push on Afghan women. This is just incredible. This is from uh, Adam Curtis' documentary. Look at this. At the same time, thousands of experts and advisors flooded into Afghanistan. Their aim was to transform the country into a modern democracy. This optimistic vision of a future Afghanistan was celebrated in the Kabul Stadium. It was the same stadium where the Russians had celebrated their new model for Afghanistan 20 years before. Last year, we think that we never can be alive again. We will die. But uh, now we are, we are thinking that we are alive again and we are too happy. And also from America that they help a lot. We, we are very appreciative of them. Thanks a lot. I think now everything is normal, the man and woman can work in uh, one place and no any different between them and uh, I think everything is uh, going to good day by day. <laughs> and this is our school That's your school board, yeah. okay. All kinds of groups came to Kabul to help the project. It was like a snapshot of what those in power in America and Britain believed made democracy work. As well as the obvious lessons in how to organize elections and conferences on how to stop the narcotics trade, young Afghan students were also given lessons <laughs> in how to make conceptual art. Here, look at this. So this is in some ways often called the first piece of conceptual art. Toilet in an art gallery about a hundred years ago. It was a Ooh. huge revolution. Oh <laughs> my God. 
It, I mean, oh, this, man. this continues just here, and they're showing like you know them voting and all that stuff, right? Good. But do you see the clips of the of the Afghan women there, like just confused? What what, what, if, what even what is, is this? <laughs> I mean, the the West, and then then you have these charades of like, yeah, yes, I've you know the voting ink, you know, opportunity, <laughs> like all these things. Like they think that they are going to be able to push a Western lifestyle on these people. It's liberals. It's liberals. It's liberal. This. It's liberalism. Yeah. This is absolute insanity, right? Yeah. Um, it, but it also shows you that the tools and the things that broke down Western societies and now led us to the the, the breaking point here, essentially, are the same tools that they wheel out for these guys. You oh, know, yeah. pop music and here's modern art, like all this degenerate works. stuff, they, and they you know, know what I mean. Uh, I mean, it, it's I don't know. It's just they're going to resist it much this. harder, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, uh, and that's good, and that's why I wish them. That's why I wish them well. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think wish it's them different in, in our case region. too, because we've had subversives that have been within our country more so pushing this kind of stuff on us. You know, we've yeah. grown up with it and everything. Yeah, no, it's very. They yeah. know it's like, oh, that's foreign stuff. That's Western stuff. Right. Know? Yeah, but at some point we did too, right? I mean, it was when Deschamps wheeled this out. It was like heavily criticized, and even I think even said like, oh, well, no, no, I'm doing this for people 50 years down the line. You won't understand this, and now people are like, oh, it's the greatest art ever. You know. Like this begun just having a, a, a turd in a jar, right? And selling that. All right, there you go. This is a clip from the Weekend Warrior Show. Uh, no, Alana is not with us here uh, today. But uh, yeah, so uh, just to show you that clip, I wanna, it's very important to see what they we're trying to do. And, the, and that it's like, you need to conform to our way of life. And we're doing it by using the same method. And I mean, it, I, it's not going to work either. It's, I, I guess, in a way... It's part of that uh, the the white liberal savior complex where they're thinking everyone is equal and they will equally receive this or something. I think if you do it long enough, it, it might work and so forth. But just throwing in Duchamp, du, you know, Marcel Duchamp, right, like that, and think it's going to work. Um, I don't think so. Not that quick. And I, I remember when we were talking about that, I was looking at some of his late, like his last, his last important work, Marcel Duchamp, which is like, you know, considered to be the uh, the the uh, father of modern art, essentially, right? This is ugly piece where you look through some some door. I, I wish I had a bigger. Can I click in on this? It's like some woman lying like spread eagle. Like it looks like she's been like raped or is about to be raped. Raped like she's unconscious and stuff. It's so small here, but the, it's like a peep show thing. Like God damn it, these people. It's uh, just. And then these white women go to Afghanistan and they're going to push his work down their throats. And then like, I, I just please spare them from this. Please spare them from all of this. What is the point of this? Look at this. Here's, here's, um, here's a sample of where we are right now. Uh, this peak, uh, peak, peak Western liberal democracies right here. Uh, this is... Uh, of course, out of uh, the Netherlands. Uh, in this exhibition, you walk through excrement. Yeah, very good. A couple of slides here for you. This is uh, just a piece of shit. That's basically what it is. Visitors to the exhibit are asked to don naked costumes featuring various shapes and sizes of male and female genitalia. Uh. All right. So, so this happened too, where we have 
some uh, some based Taliban uh, allegedly. Now we don't know it. It it could be. So okay, I'm I'm of two I'm of two minds here. One, of course, the first one is, you know, this is funny. This is great. It, you know, good for them type thing. Uh, Quasar Bakali here uh, tweeted out this image. And this is apparently from a, uh, from like a Taliban associated guy, you know, Pepe and the, the, the McDonald's pride flag embassies burning, you know. Uh, so they're memeing at uh, at the West here, which is which is great, which is fun, and we should laugh at it, and it's all good, and it's very it's it's a lot of fun, right? But it's and so you know, go ahead and retweet and like and share and all that stuff. I'm not saying that, but just be but just be aware as well that our enemies are dying to make the link. And Aster failing with their theater, and again, I, it's intentional, but, you know, just to use their frame of mind here or reference, the, the, the failed attempt by the U.S. to, you know, topple the Taliban and bring liberalism to Afghanistan, the anger from that, to a certain extent, will be reprojected onto domestic terrorists. And it will be like what Michael Moore talked about, and he was warning, he said... Now it's now it's our time to deal with the Taliban here at home. Speaking of America, he tweets out, "Their Taliban, our Taliban. Everybody's got a Taliban. They're at their best when they confiscate the halls of power." So that's what he <clears throat> that's what he tweeted out. This guy, and that's because that's a message, right? That's a message they're saying: conservatives, right wingers, nationalists. Uh, MAGA people, uh, uh, white advocates, white nationalists, uh, all of those people they call white supremacists and uh, Nazis and racists and all that stuff. They're, they're, they're reshuffling the whole war on terror and turning it into a domestic war on terror. And this is the... So, so part of me thinks it could very well be completely organic and natural and all good and it's just the, a guy having fun and somehow he's tuned into based and red-pilled right-wingers in America and memeing that and feeding into that loop, right? Or these guys are plants, and they're planted there to put out this kind of stuff to see on our side who likes it and who shares it and who identifies with this to begin to create the link. Because it, it's not about whether they actually are real or not, these links or... Well, it was just fun. It, this is just fun. It's just they're never gonna they're never gonna take that into consideration. They're locking up people for for memes. They're locking up people uh, for saying the wrong thing. So I'm just saying be be very careful what you're doing, especially at this time when they're like the system is purging out and looking for you know someone to punish and 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 as they're reshifting and turning their focus over to uh, the domestic situation here. Uh, this is uh, this is all the all the fuel that would need all the links that they need uh, to say look they're identifying with the Taliban look they are basically they are the Taliban they're sympathetic with the Taliban and you could very well be or whatever um, I'm not uh, maybe in Afghanistan yeah sure you know kind of thing sure do whatever you want fine uh, you know it's their their call they run your society then 
And if the people that don't like it, they'll rise up and they'll they'll kick you out or they'll you know take you down. But uh, uh, no, this is I think this is about Western Western uh, strands here coming through doing this. But I could be wrong. One of them was it was strange. I was so I had two tweets. The other one was a similar one, but for some reason that one was was blocked or or banned. And initially, when I loaded this page, it said this is this is from an account that has been terminated. Uh, but the first one I could still pull up, and that was totally fine. The second one, I, unless I caught it exactly the minute that they first banned the account, then unbanned the account, and then just banned the second post as opposed to the first one. So I don't know what happened there, but it was also a fun one. Uh, anyway, there's a couple of people talking about this here too. Uh, Taliban accounts mock USA and Western culture with Peppa the Frog and other edgy memes. Although the authenticity of the account could not be confirmed, it is following and followers lists does appear to suggest that the account does belong to a Taliban member. And of course, if we go far back into the roots of the Taliban, that was these were Western assets. The Mujahideen was Western assets, 500 million straight in. Let's build them up. And then out of that, you had Al Qaeda and all that stuff, the base, right? The database. Uh, so that's the account. Let me see. Yeah, so that they had that one. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, good. They screenshotted that. Let me let me show you what that one was there then. Um, Boog Boys found new allies. He, he's retweeting this, I get. Uh, and uh, I'll let you look at that for yourself. <clears throat> uh, that meme. While we check entropy. Uh, Black Phillips says, Henrik, a good set of night vision goggles cost over $2,000. We just, we just left thousands of them behind and billions more worth of gear. But hey, we got some stimulus checks, so all is forgiven. The white, pill, the white pill is that normies are seeing this, and their appetite for war is gone, much worse than Vietnam. Uh, yeah, exactly. But again, keep in mind then, my, my take here is that that anger, eventually, if it's channeled in the, of course, depending on your perspective, the right or slash the wrong way, depending on where, where, where you are here, it will be... Uh, turned inwardly, so to speak, uh, and it's so that always happens when there's an when there's an a failure of that magnitude, uh, even if, even though it's if it's intentional, partially intentional, uh, it's always a, a scapegoat, a boogeyman. We need you know let's let's punish these people then or something you know. So we'll see, uh, we'll see. But yeah, you're right. There's tons of money there, Black Philip. Incredible amounts of money. It's crazy. Uh, Paris says, time to send all Afghans back uh, home now. The Taliban want their bearded boys back, I've heard. Yeah, I do have a story on that, Pair. So good timing. I'll, I'll pull that up in a moment. Good to see you, Pair. Black Phillips says, Henrik, I know you've uh, posted stats from Afghanistan refugees in Sweden before, uh, but remind us, isn't their unemployment rate there two-thirds, uh, two-thirds still over, uh, still after two, ye two years? Uh, lower than Somalis, if that's even possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I forget... The exact number. There was a couple of studies in Germany made, and and <clears throat> one of the problems is country like Sweden is that they're continuously trying to cover that kind of stuff up. And even if there's an internal review, they don't really share that data. Uh, and then you can't, you know, monitor. You can you can monitor uh, nation origin, like your what the origin nation is that you're part of, or, or even if you ever had, you know, foreign-born parents and stuff like that. But they can't according to law now like say oh this is a you know this is a middle eastern this is an arab or this is you know um a different ethnic group basically they can't they, they can't do that by law so it's somewhat hard to find but i know germany has done something like you know especially after the the migrant crisis 2015 2016 it was something like you know, 89 85 to 90 percent of the people 
uh, that came still don't have a job and, and we're talking you know six years seven years and some of them of course came back in 2009 or 2010 or 2000 and stuff and yeah especially women i think they're like never enter the workforce and hey they don't even speak the language they can't they're technologically com completely behind, like they don't even know computers um for a short time actually i actually taught this years and years ago but actually taught uh at a school called sfi staying for swedish for immigrants or, or svenska for invandrar and um I, tr I remember some of the people there that I tried to teach just how to use a mouse and it was impossible for them to understand that what you have in your hand controls what you're seeing on the screen. And, and you got these like, you know, the, these movements where they were trying to, you know, with their body control the mouse and stuff. And it was just like, all right, this is just like, I, 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 I can't even, you know, first of all, you have the language barrier in and of itself, but you know, I tried to speak English with them and that was choppy enough and they didn't know Swedish yet. And the things I did say in Swedish didn't go through and stuff. And it's just, it's just hopeless. These people are completely maladapted to our environments, high trust, high technological society. And these people are I mean, good for them, live the way you want to live. But being in, in, a, in a Western European country, just no, it's, just, it's, it's not going to work. And it's just, we, we, there's only one reason they're there and that's to replace us, right? And that's that. All right. Uh, let me see here. Black Phillips says, no, uh, that was the last one there. Uh, T-Bear says, Henrik, I think you're right. This is looking more uh, definitive. The exit was done on purpose. Extend the never-ending quagmire and perpetual war for Israel in the region. You'll see, Yeah, I think you'll see. I think you're going to see it shifting in some way even, even now I, I did talk about how it will shift you know back onto the, the the domestic war on terror and stuff and obviously that that's going to happen more immediate than first and that's going to pick up right away uh but then a little bit later there's going to be some kind of there's going to be terrorist attacks in europe and america maybe uh maybe it's sting operations there's going to be certain things that happen where they're justifying going back in and this time we'll probably we need to go we we need to go at the root we tried afghanistan for 20 years it was thrashing at the branches we need to go at the root of this we need to go into iran and and exterminate the terrorist sort the source of terrorism in iran or something i oh, will see we will see all right what else have we got here Oh, here's yeah. Speaking of speaking of Sweden and uh, Afghani migrants, it's going to be we're going to get a whole lot more of this, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Afghan migrants gang rape mentally disabled Swedish women. Look at how based they are. Aren't they based? The Afghani's are so based. Cannot be deported due to political situation. <sighs> A group of Afghan migrants viciously gang-raped a mentally handicapped Swedish woman on repeat occasions, but cannot be deported back to Afghanistan due to the current political situation in the country. Friatida reports that the 24-year-old victim lived in a special accommodation facility in Upplands Väsby for people who cannot take care of themselves. Lisa has autism and a cognitive impairment, which means that she is intellectually uh, intellectually at a level of a small child. She has difficulty following conversations, has a limited perception of time, and has difficulty maintaining her hygiene. According to staff who help her, she is very naive, 
cannot say no and believes well in everyone. There we go. When Lisa told carers that she had a sore butt as a result of her boyfriend using a cider bottle to anally penetrate her, they called immediately. Uh, they immediately called the police. I think it should be there, Paul. During subsequent police questioning, Lisa revealed that her boyfriend, Abdul Fazl Yakabi, and another Afghan called Imazili Jawid had initially raped, uh, had initially the raped, I guess, he's not on point here, Paul. They had initially raped her by playing a game of truth or dare. All right, so why, how are they even in this setting with this woman? Oh my God. All right, this is so fucking disgusting even reading this. I, I, I'm done. <clears throat> fucking deport these people! Fucking throw them out! It's the only way. Throw them out. Get them out. And you know what? It's the fucking Swedish government's fault. That's what it is. It's the people in charge. These are just, these are, this is what they do in their countries, right? They have this behavior there. Ship them back. Ship them back to their country and let them deal with it, right? Which is actually even, and this was to Paris' point here, even what one of them said, and, and I give them points for this, and I'm just like, please do this. Can you please do this? This is out of an um, Austrian paper here. We will take back your criminal asylum seekers, the Taliban says. Zabid Buhula Majuhid is the official spokesperson for the Taliban regime in Afghanistan and thus the mouthpiece, mouthpiece of uh, to the world, I should say, which of course asks, um, the, the translation is a bit wonky, it's Google Translate here, but I'll try to read it. Um, which of course asks itself, what are the radical Islamists up to, blah, 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 journalist, uh, journalists. Shams Ul-Haq met him for an interview under life-threatening circumstances for the Kronen Zeitung, uh, the, uh, the Crown paper, right? And uh, so the takeaway here, because uh, this English will be, will be butchered. This English will be bad, but basically he claims, let me see if I can find the point, that he's ready to uh, receive these people. Uh, we are in control and we prevent such acts except for the airport. Kabul is safe and this also applies to the provinces. Uh, why do you think Afghans leave their homeland and want to go uh, abroadly so badly? Some of them are afraid because of the propaganda. They want to leave, although we promise them their safety. Others just want to immigrate to Europe and America. Of course they do. This is not new. Young people in particular have always tried to get to Europe via Turkey and Greece. And of course, Turkey is not going to let them in, right? We're like, oh, sorry. You guys see the story on that? Sorry, we're fu Sorry, we're full. Oh, we can't take in this, this. You know, you know, very much more closely related in in uh, in culture, in 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 you know, not language maybe, but temperament, and you know, they share Islamic values and stuff like that, right? Uh, but, but of course, Turkey can't take. You know, no, we can't take. We can't take new any any refugee burden anymore from Afghanistan. So they're off the hook, right? So they're like, ah, it's fine. Never, don't worry about it. Germany will take all of them. Germany can take absolutely all of them. So anyway, so I'll go through this in more detail. Uh, 
And I wish it was, of course, you can't find like a good source in English, right? Uh, in Swedish, they had one source uh, on the story. And then the original story here, I think it's in German. Uh, yeah, Austria, German. And uh, and he, apparently they talk about that. We'll, we'll, we can t we'll take them back. Um, let me see. Afghan refugees are a constant issue for German and Austria. So to, to get back to the point, do you let people leave the country? Yes or no? Um, he says, we are not happy people are leaving Afghanistan. You should stay. We try to take the fear away from those who worry. We are not happy when Afghans go abroad. Good. But again, do you think there's a complete clash here in the type of Afghan that's leaving versus those who are choosing to stay, of course, right? So it's almost a split along ideological lines, right? Um, let me see here. Would your government take back Afghan citizens if they are not entitled to asylum in Germany and Austria and may have committed crime offenses? Yes, you would be you would be presented to a court. The court has to decide how to proceed with them. Now, I think I forget which country it was, but it was one country that when their current government fell, was it Libya or something? Or was it, I forget which country it was. But anyway, they were like, when things were changing, they were like, no, uh, we're going to stop taking back uh, anybody that's deported from European countries, Western European countries, basically. Right. Um, and of course, you'll have... Uh, you know, people like this do piggybacking uh, on the Afghan crisis. We've seen people from Uzbekistan, as I said, Iran, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, other countries as well. And so I'm sure Somalis will, will, will jump on this opportunity as well to enter in with the millions of people now that are slated to come to Europe as a consequence of um, the neocon scumbags that started this war 20 years ago. White people are evil and racist, says Somali migrant accused of violently assaulting numerous Swedish women. A Somali migrant in Sweden who was arrested for violently assaulting numerous women justified his behavior by asserting that all the white people are evil and racist. There you go. That's why it's like totally not, it's totally not that narrative in the media where all the anti-white rhetoric is, is, no, no, that's not leading to real-world harm. That's not leading to violence. That's not leading to anybody attacking anybody. That's not leading to dehumanizing anybody. That's totally fine. Uh, totally okay. You crack a couple of jokes about somebody, oh, holy shit. All hell breaks loose, and you'll need to be put to jail, put in jail, and, uh, and reprogrammed because of your crime against humanity and your hate crime. Uh, but this is fine, though. Just constant pressure uh, on white people in the press and the media and TV is totally fine. Anyway, you get the idea. There's no point in reading this. It's the same fucking story over and over again. And these people just have to leave. They just have to go back. There is no other option. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what we have to do. These people have to go back. There's no other way. There's no other way. I'm totally with um, the Dalai Lama on this. You know, uh, Europe becoming Muslim, Europe, Europe, Europe becoming African, impossible. Remember that clip? It was 2019, I think, or maybe 18. They have to leave, go home and rebuild. It was about Syrian refugees at that point, but he was talking about any uh, large ethnic groups, groups that are in European countries. Uh, German interior minister warns of a new wave of migrants being in, uh, incentivized to reach Europe. Promise of refugees will trigger a pull effect. Germany's interior minister has warned that putting a number on the amount of Afghan refugees Europe should accept 
will incentivize more waves of migrants to attempt to reach the continent. Of course it will. Following the Taliban's takeover of the country, untold numbers of economic migrants are trying to blend in with the genuine refugees. I would even question that, Paul. What are you doing, Paul? Is, is there any such thing anymore? Genuine refugees, according to international law, go to the nearest country, which is at peace, and they stay there until the international community can sort it out, and then they go back again when that problem is fixed. That's how it's supposed to work. But not since the 2000s, then you export people straight out of these countries and you fly them in like they're doing now to, uh, in the U.S. they're doing that now, but they're, that's going to happen in, the, in uh, Europe uh, here now too. Ram, the Rammstein, Rammstein, the air base, uh, or military base actually, not only air base, military base in Germany. Uh, I mean, the U.S. is still occupying Germany, right? That's, they've been occupied since the Second World War. There's some interesting uh, stories out of that, too. German politicians are raising this issue, like, hey, we need to... I mean, they're not even allowed to have, a, still to this day, a standing army. That's why they have the Bundeswehr. It's it's a l different legal classification of type of min military. It's like a unionized defense system. It's different, right? Um, but, so of course, America brings, you know, uh, what is it like... Do I have the story here? Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Um, Afghan evacuees arrive at Rammstein Air Base in Germany as 350 tents and 10,000 cots are set up to help process 40 plane loads of people a day. Yeah. So I would, uh, I would, anyway, genuine refugees, genuine refugees. But of course, it's not hard to figure out. On this, they will, everybody will take an opportunity uh, to again try to get into Europe. And now we're, I would assume it would happen in in the next month here, during the next month. Yeah, I mean, it's happening now, it's happening right now. Uh, but before, usually, when it gets too cold, they get a little squeamish and they don't want to cross the Mediterranean, uh, so they wait a little bit. Uh, so meanwhile, of course, back in the U.S. U.S. of A. Uh, so I mentioned those stories to show you just how much money, how much gear, how much corruption from the military-industrial complex, from the replaceists, the neocons, everything that they've done, all the refugees, all the problems, all the rape, all the instability, all the chaos, everything that's happened in the in the wake of this. And then, and then people try to blame George W. Bush or even Trump or something, which is just completely retarded. It's the war hawks, uh, the, the, the neocons. Would you call them chicken hawks? Those actually don't serve, but they push war on, on, uh, push war on everyone else or for them to go, for their sons and daughters to go fight and die in these foreign theaters. And then you pay for it. You pay for it. Your kids will pay for it in the future too. Being, being in debt, $6.5 trillion just in interest from the last 20 years of the Afghan war. And you won't be getting any social security, by the way, if you're an American. And I think it's I think it's sooner than this. They, they say here, social security won't be able to pay full benefits by 2034, a year earlier than expected due to the pandemic. But it's because of everything else, everything, everything. And so I don't even th I don't even think it will last that long. I think we're talking about the end of this uh, decade here. 
So this story here, the video is not embedded now, but I did download that earlier. I wanted to play that to you to talk about the two different bills. And this is this video is from a couple, like a week or a week and a half ago, something like that, maybe two. And they're talking about these two consecutive spending bills that are that are running through, I think, Congress right now, or I forget who if the House approved it, but they're going to go to the Congress anyway. This is said to be resolved at the end of September. We're in September one now, um, so we have this month to to look into this, and Americans would do good stopping this and making sure that this doesn't pass because this is insane. One one point five trillion dollar bill for the infrastructure, and then a what is it? The other one is like something like three point six trillion or something like ridiculous like this, which is going to go to all kinds of liberal and progressive agendas. Oh, it's going to provide a pathway for citizenship for refugees and migrants. And oh, we're going to have free uh, college and, you know, free uh, health care and all these things are being, you know, rammed down the throats of America. And this is a big joke. The U.S. will never be able to have and sustain itself economically and continue as a country to have a medical system such as Sweden. And, and nothing is ever free. This is why they're trying. This is why the, the, the this bill demands 3.5 trillion because they want to have free health care. I don't even know how the hell they can parse this and say the same thing. That, oh, it's going to have all these free things. But we need 3.5 trillion to pay for them all. Okay, so who's paying that? Government doesn't generate any money. You do when you're working. It's you. They're taking with the taxpayer. Anyway, look at this clip. This is just insane. Uh, actually, let me skip forward a little bit here in the... No, we can play from the start. Look, look, look at this here. This is crazy. And our politics lead, a two-headed monster is making its way monster to the U.S. Senate. On one track, a $1.2 trillion infrastructure package poised for a final vote late tonight or early tomorrow morning. And then on the other, a $3.5 trillion budget resolution, which was just released today. Now, as CNN's Phil Mattingly reports, questions are mounting about what will happen when the infrastructure package lands at the feet of the House of Representatives. We have managed to steer two trains at the same time. A legislative high-wire act with no shortage of doubters. President Biden sweeping $4 trillion agenda on the verge of two huge steps forward. Within hours, the U.S. Senate set to pass a bipartisan $1.2 trillion infrastructure proposal. The amendment, as amended, is agreed to. Clearing the last major hurdle last night with ease. 18 Republicans, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, voting to move the bill forward. Republicans and Democrats have radically different visions these days, but both those visions include physical infrastructure that works for all of our citizens. The bill, the linchpin of Biden's dual track effort, equal parts bipartisan victory and critical vehicle to pour hundreds of billions of dollars into deteriorating roads, bridges, transit, and transitions into a more energy-efficient U.S. system. Yet officials on both Good sides bullshit. of Pennsylvania Avenue acknowledge the hardest steps are still to come. The Senate also set in the coming days to pass the $3.5 trillion budget blueprint that unlocks the ability to pass the second piece, packed with progressive priorities through of the course. Senate on a simple majority vote. The most significant legislation for American families since the era of the New Deal Oof. and the Great That's bad. Then you know it's bad. Society. Setting up weeks of closed-door negotiations over a package set to include home and child care, free community college, universal pre-K, paid leave, and even a pathway to citizenship. 
hardship for certain undocumented immigrants. There you go. This is all the proof you need, right? And people said there was like a the Green New Deal type thing weaved into this too, the environmental language. That was part of, the, I think, the infrastructure deal or something. But yeah. Oh, just free home and child care, free community college. Expanded paid leave, pathways to citizenship. Of course, you got to have that. You got to throw that in there too. Of course. Why not? Everything. Throw everything in there. And also, we're going to pay, we're going to need $3.5 trillion to pay for all this. But it's free. Free community college. $3.5 trillion. It's free. Here you go. And you, you don't have any option. You can't pay. Yeah, good luck running this commie socialist system in a country like, like this. 320 million people, completely ethnically divided, more politically divided than ever. It could, there are some features that worked in a country like Sweden or Denmark or Norway. Small population, homogenous. We take care of each other. We've seen each other as an extended family. Soon as immigration and the floodgates open, that's completely out the window. And it just d doesn't work anymore. And no one's happy to pay for, for all of this anyway, uh, to be honest. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's Klau and Piven. It's, in it's intended to, it's a, the designed collapse of the country. While people scream for this, give me more money, give me UBI. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen after that point? They're going to force you to uh, get the jab if you, if you want to get any of that money? Of course they will. Do you think you're going to rent, be able to rent an apartment or get any assistance that you need to be able to stay in your apartment because of the increased prices? Yeah, they'll give you an, an, an ultimatum. You do what we tell you to do or, or you're out. That's it. But with the barest majorities in both chambers, no easy path ahead. Despite As tension between the wings of the Democratic Party ramps up in the House where moderates in a letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi are pressing leaders to pass the Senate infrastructure bill now, saying, quote, the country cannot afford unnecessary delays. Immediately Literally drawing sharp rebuttals from progressives who refuse to support that bill until the second measure is ready for passage. Pelosi making clear the bipartisan bill will go nowhere until that second bill is complete. Whatever. It's an extortion. They want everything to pass at once, which is bullshit. Bravo. We salute it, we applaud it, we hope that it will have pass soon. But at the same time, we're not going forward with leaving people behind. It's a plan the White House is quietly behind, officials say, even as they make clear they're leaving the legislative maneuvering up to congressional leaders. All right. We anyway, certainly you... trust the leadership of Speaker Pelosi. And... Yeah, of course, of course you do, you dumb, dumb idiot. Okay, anyway, you get the idea. Massive amounts of money just being pissed away. I mean, it's incredible. Just like trillion. Now it's trillions and trillions and trillions. And, tr and I was like, where is anybody? This, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay. <laughs> Shit is going to hit the fan. And you better prepare. And if it's and if it's not because of the millions of people that would die within the next two or three years because of this vaccine, hopefully that never happens. If it does happen, I mean, that's it. Just realigning society according to those new principles, like there's no one's going to be going to these jobs, right? But the col the collapse of the system is is imminent, and 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 even if this is not the issue, like of of the, with the vaccine, then you have the financial collapse in and of itself. There will be an issue. Combine all these things together: food shortage, supply chain issues, potentially millions of people dead, right? In, all over the world, but but primarily in the West. That's where they're pitching this vaccine. Uptake is really poor on the vaccine in countries like, uh, you know, India, uh, not Africa, uh, Asia, maybe a little bit more so, but not at all as it is in the Western world, right? This is a killer. This is a kill shot. This is the kill shot. It's to take people out, okay?
It's the, it's the Georgia Guidestones is keep the population under 500 million and then it's going to be a fucking prison system for that 500 million that's left. Okay? You're going to take your guns and they're going to, and they're going to put you in camps. <laughs> that's basically what they, that's what they want to do. And it's going to be under the guise of, of the coronavirus, of course, as well. And so they have to disarm you, and that's exactly what the CDC is doing right now. The CDC, so the CDC has granted themselves this incredible power over the last uh, soon two years here, or a year, year and a half, right? And so where they all of a sudden started telling um, landlords that basically you can't kick out people if they don't pay their rent, now they're they're going to say, well. The gun violence in America is a health crisis, so the CDC has to move in and take the guns away or do so. We have to start doing something about this. People are dying. Yeah, people aren't dying or targeted because of all the anti-white rhetoric out there. They're, they're dying because they want to defend themselves against the very government that's trying to take away your guns, which is literally the only and last line of defense between them taking the whole fucking show over, basically, right? So here's the CDC director here, a couple of days ago, speaking out on U.S. gun violence epidemic. That's right. This is the new pandemic. This is an epidemic. What's her name again? Uh, Roch Roch Rochelle Walensky. Rochelle Walensky. Uh, let's play a little bit of this here. There we go. Stunning turn. The current director of the CDC is announcing a plan to reduce gun violence, sharing it exclusively with CNN. This is actually a stunning moment that a director of the CDC is even talking about this issue. Completely illegal. Illegal. Guns. It hasn't happened in years and years. Every day we turn on the news and there are more young people dying. I swore to the president and to this country that I would protect your health. Um, this is clearly one of those moments, one yep. of those issues that is harming America's health. Yeah. But there's so ev everything will be filtered and channeled through public health. This is how they're going to do the climate lockdowns, right? This is going to how they're going to take your guns. This is going to they're going to reform the um, economic system. This is also, by the way, how they're going to, in their view, dismantle white supremacy, which is a public health crisis now, right? White people uh, who don't want to be replaced is a public health crisis, and it's an emergency, it's an epidemic, and we're going to need to do something about these people. And in fact, we do have the we have these green zones until they're mentally well and agree with what we what we have planned for them. They can spend time in the pods that we have set up here in this safe green zone over here run by the CDC. There's a reason why your predecessors didn't address it. Perhaps. I want to share We're used to hearing Dr. Rochelle Walensky talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. Vaccine safety is a top priority. This is her first interview on America's epidemic of gun violence. One recent weekend in Chicago, we had 74 people shot. Goddamn white supremacy. That same weekend, a party in Florida, five teenagers shot. That same weekend, a man in New York City in Times Square shot in the back. And the list goes on and on, week after week after week. Can anything be done about this? Of course it can. Something has to be done about this. Yeah, that's so, right. So 40,000 uh, firearm-related deaths a year, 120,000 
serious firearm-related injuries per year. The scope of the problem is just bigger than, than we're even hearing about. And when your heart wrenches every day, you turn on the news. Yeah, of course. Um, you're only hearing the tip of the iceberg. When you wake up on a Monday morning and you hear all I'm hearing the, uh, the tip of one berg reports of the children who were shot the previous weekend as CDC director, what does that feel like to you? That's heavy. It hurts. It, <laughs> it hurt before I was CDC so director. I think any American citizen that turns on the news just can't fathom another one of these mass violence issues. Dr. Walensky's strategy, restart the gun research. My job research. is to understand <laughs> and evaluate the problem, to understand the scope of the problem, to understand why this happens and what are the things that can make it better, to research that, to scale that up, to evaluate it, and to make sure that we can integrate it into communities. We have a lot of work to do in every single one of those areas because we haven't done a lot of work as a nation in almost any of them. And this time, she wants the CDC to find common ground with gun owners. Let's agree, we don't want people to die. Let's just agree there. What can we do to stop people from dying? She wants to allay gun owners' fears. Generally, the word gun, for those who are worried about research in this area, is followed by the word control. And that's not what I want to do here. I'm not here about gun control. <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh my God, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not really that smart. People are going to, those who understand what this is going to be against it, I, I doubt there's any fence sitters in this discussion at any point. You know, the, the, the progressive left wing um, the liberals that they're going to be up. This, so this is a public health crisis. We want to take the guns anyway. Let's just do it through this avenue of of of, uh, uh, of public health. And this is an epidemic. Um, but they're trying. I mean, it's also about getting a new generation of kids in, in we've you know indoctrinated into a new way of doing things, a new system, right? Oh, it's always this has always been for public health, nothing else, right? We do a couple of these on. Odyssey here real quick before I lose them. American Life said, uh, there's no place to run to. You can't even game without these. Uh, let me go over here. Without these people uh, inserting themselves with the utmost self-entitlement. No, there's, there's. I agree with you. There's nowhere to run. Uh, but you can surround yourself with good people and uh, being in an area which is just less zombie apocalypse-ish when, when shit hits the fan. That, that's what I think. Uh, let me see here. Did I miss... Oh, did I just miss that one? Damn it. Sometimes if you don't catch them right away. Sorry about that. I just saw your comment um, flash away. Let's see if there's a way to uh, sort according to that. Sorry, guys. Let me take a second. Yeah, howdy. Uh, Jack Passmore says... Howdy from Texas, y'all. Sorry, I'm late. No worries. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I think th I think that was that one. Thank you. So I did find a way to <laughs> to see that. Very good. Okay, let's continue here. Listen to the wonderful CDC woman here. Who want to take your guns, America? Hear about preventing gun violence and gun death. And she wants to involve gun owners in the CDC research to save lives. If a gun owner said to you, Dr. Walensky, I'm afraid you want to take away my gun. And my answer to that is, come be part of the solution. Come to the table. Join us in the conversation. Yeah, of course. I don't want you to feel that way, right? There I is no conversation that either you either you can have your guns or you can do, or you cannot, right? What's the what's the in between here? 
there's always re- what was it called red flag laws, right? Uh, banning certain types of weapons and stuff. They're just in- inching away at this all the The very fact that these people want to take your guns is the very reason why you need the guns. Because <laughs> these people are insane and they want you dead. These people want to kill you, okay? That's what they're pretending, they're playing, they, they're they they're up here acting in front of the cameras of how much they care and it feels in my heart. It's breaking. They're just acting and they're just bullshitting you and a lot of people are buying this. A lot of people are buying it, uh, buying it uh, but it's not very smart. I, 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 you know, I, I just don't think it's a smart strategy. Uh, maybe for the people that would that, that buy it, it's smart, but not for the crowd who's already skeptical of this. I want you to teach me what you have done to make your gun safe. And then I want you to teach everybody else. Dr. Walensky's plan to make your gun safe. Brought her here to Do rem- they think that the people that are shot are not shot intentionally by people that want to kill other people? Is that what they're arguing? Uh, what is it like? It's a very low number of those who like accidentally pick up a gun and shoot themselves. That's very small as far as I know anyway, uh, statistic-wise. Vermont to help solve this problem. According to a 2015 study, in the United States, an estimated 4.6 million children lived with a loaded and unlocked gun. That num- But what, again, what, okay, but how many have, are dying? How many have killed themselves? Approximately 7% of U.S. children, 4.6 million, live in homes which at least, with which at least, is it with, with at least? Anyway, uh, one firearm is stored, loaded, and unlocked. Stored, loaded, and unlocked. Stored. Okay, well, that's a, isn't that a good thing? I don't understand. What's the problem with this? Store okay, they unlock them. I guess they want them to have them in a gun safe. Is that what they say? That's obviously not what this is about. This is about limiting people's ability to get weapons and taking away the weapons that, that are there, right? That's what this is about. Not being concerned that oh, well, we just want you to have a, a, gu- a proper gun safe. Bullshit. Gun that number has likely increased dramatically since then. I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the flag. These children in Vermont are learning how to shoot guns oh, and God. how to store them safely. Dr. Chris Barsotti, a gun owner and an emergency room physician, teaches this 4-H community program. How do we keep our guns here at 4-H? How are they stored? Can you tell when you have like a good day? By funding this program oh, and shit. studying what they do. She's on the field, huh? Yeah. Dr. Walensky hopes to prevent act- Look, she's there she's there studying these people in the same way that a zoologist is out watching, you know, a breed of chimps or something. You know what I mean? Like or or some species that they're interested in. That that's what she's doing there. Nothing else. Don't kid yourself. This is not about oh, I just want you to have them in a safe place. <laughs> Accidental gun deaths among children. CDC is here. We're here because today you're our teachers. We want to learn from you. Yeah, exactly. CD- because they they want to study you. They want to figure out what makes these people tick. How do they run things? What can we do to insert ourselves to limit this ability for these people to grow up, learn about guns in a you know in a responsible way, and make sure that the that the guns never end up in the hands of these people when they uh, grow up. That that's that's what this is about. Don't kid yourself. CDC is also funding this project at gun shops to help put a stop to gun suicides. It's a poster that talks about how gun owners can help 
different signs to look for. Dr. Barsadi knows that Dr. Walensky will get pushback. When gun owners hear that the federal government, the CDC, wants to reduce gun violence, what do they hear? I think it's, so let me get this right. Elizabeth Cohen and Rochelle Walensky are doing this segment together with what? Who's, who's the sponsor of the show? Um, Feinstein over in California? Why is it all, why is it always like this? Why is it always like this? I, At the I end just, of the day, they're worried about gun confiscation. 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 And barriers to access to purchasing and owning firearms. CNN reached out to the NRA to ask if they were willing to work with Dr. Walensky, and they did not respond. But Dr. Walensky stands firm. Do you worry that even just saying the word guns or even talking about firearms, that you're going to get a whole sector of the United States just <laughs> really angry? Um, of course. I also worry that if we don't do anything about it, we have a whole sector of the United States that's really angry. How high a priority is this for you? This is one of the leading killers of our young people in this country. It's a high priority. Is it really? We these don't are, know if the NRA... And so these are the people that are vaccinating you and kids now with untested vaccines, injuring people in the guise of protecting them. And now they're concerned with your life? No, they're concerned with people standing in the way of what their plans are and they got it they have to take your guns. That's what this is about. There's no other there's no other reason they're doing this. Nothing. Pagan Bear says sadly we will we will give in on everything else. Most white people will give in and hand over their guns. You know what I hate to say it, but Yeah, we'll 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 just have to see. I mean I don't know. I think I think there's a there's a slew of people here that are that are that are saying they're saying no to this stuff, you know, and they don't they don't want that. I think it's a significant uh, group, to be honest. But uh, no, you could you could be right, Peggy Bear. That that remains to be seen, I guess, uh, to a certain extent. Let's take a couple of these on entropy here. <clears throat> uh, to, to, to JP says Henrik, since White Boy Summer is coming to an end, could you please uh, play my White Boy Summer video to close out? Uh, I message on Gab. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I promise you that uh, you will like it, guaranteed. Here's the link. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, maybe the Friday show. I, I just want to check. I'm sure it's fine. It's nothing personal. But just some some of the clips we just have to check first. I'm to, I'm sure it's totally fine. Uh, but no, it's, if it's good, I'll definitely play it uh, in the Friday show. Thank you for sending the link. Let me add it in. Uh, and I'm on the wrong keyboard again. That does happen when you have too many keyboards up. Let me try that again. Do we have it? Uh, no, we don't. Let me grab it. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. White Boy Summer. That's uh, that's over, huh? Summer is coming to a close. I'm kind of looking forward to the winter, though. Do say. Thank you, JP. I'll uh, check that out uh, right after the show, and uh, we'll play Friday if it's good. Thank you. Michael says, uh, just tagged you on a post of Gab. Migrant uh, rapist can't be deported. Migrant anti-Semites, migrant anti-Semites can. All right, I'll check out the, uh, the Gab. I don't think I'm logged in on uh, this computer on the Gab. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Thank you, Michael. Um, maybe it's related to the one I showed. Probably, but uh, we'll see. Black Phillips says, oh, I almost forgot this classic article from a couple of years ago that you covered. Uh, let me see here. Swedish student plane protest stops man deportation. Yeah, the uh, the little girl. That's right. Uh, the naive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. A, I think I did a tweet about, with her face a couple of uh, a month ago. Uh, I forget her name, actually. But yeah, uh, it's a classic. 
And she had, I think she ended up, wasn't she charged uh, with something like obstruction or something? Or, or maybe they let her go. They they dropped the charges or something. But I mean, that's a you can't stop a plane like that. Like you end up in trouble. But they, they, I think they gave her a pass, if I remember correctly. Uh, Black Phillips says, Henrik, I know uh, we focus on Israel a bit too much on many issues like not taking in refugees, but I have to remind everyone that Saudi Arabia is even richer than Israel and takes no refugees despite being a Muslim theocracy. Our second greatest ally. Yeah, I mean, they're working together too, by the way. They're they're totally super fine buddies, uh, Saudi Arabia. And um, yeah, Wahhabism and, uh, and Zionism is very, very snug, very snug. There's even some speculation there about the uh, the Wahhabists, the, the, the first ones uh, of what particular tribe in the Middle East they did belong to, but uh, can neither confirm nor nor deny that. Thank you, Black Philip, And thank you for the links, guys. I do promise to check them out. Let me just move through here, and then we'll keep... Uh, oh, this one, too. So, actually, let me see here. Didn't I have this later... Maybe I don't. Okay, so basically, yeah, CDC will take our guns. Let me play. Let me show this one first here. So, <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan, Toe uh, to Rogan announced that he has COVID. Joe Rogan has COVID, folks. Pray for Joe Rogan. Now, it has a very high survival rate. I will say this, though, and I've heard other people talk about this, but... It seems that whatever whatever hit in twenty late twenty nineteen early twenty twenty is, and I'm not just talking strains here or like a different. I mean, it could be, I guess, a different variant or whatever. But I, if that's the case, I think it's a it's like a new, newly genetically modified virus or or whatever it is, right? Um. I, I, I must say, I see more and more people, I hear sometimes when I listen to a show or tune in or something, I hear people just like we were like two weeks ago. Um, they were, they're sick, they're, they sound like they have a cold, they sound like some of them might be coming into something, some of them sound like they're not doing that great or they have low, lower energy and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I heard some people say that it's not the same thing. Whatever they've thrown out and suffer, what people are suffering from now might not be the same thing. I, I, I'm still, this is just a, a wild speculation here, theory, but, or if it is the, if it is COVID and that's the, it's the real thing and they test for that. I'm not talking PCR tests because you, you get false, false positives with that. Uh, you can even get false negatives on that, by the way, but I'm talking about like the antigen test or whatever. Um, it seems that they're, they're dumping some of this in certain areas. Let me just put it that way. I just, it, I'm still, I'm formulating that. Still waiting for something more to verify or, come, or, or something to be. I'm talking to people that we haven't met for a long time, but still got it. They haven't been in contact with someone else that got got it and stuff like that. Just, it, it, it's almost like that. The, a patient zero has walked, or or a few of them even have walked around in the right area at the right time at the right transportation hub, airports, bus terminals, I don't know, whatever, very crowded events or something. And all of a sudden, a bunch of people have it. And so the prediction here is with people getting vaccinated, with them driving the pandemic now, the vaccinated people, with them creating new strands, 
or strains and then being compromised, getting a, a compromised immune system. Now I do believe we're going to see a lot more people actually dying of whatever this is. Whatever, whatever it is that they're releasing, whatever it is that's spreading inorganically or organically among the population. Uh, what was it? It was like some conservative host recently. They had succumbed to their to COVID allegedly, right? Um, is it a plan? Is it coincidence? I, I don't know. Still, it's just it's just a, it's just it's, it's a feeling I have. There's something. It's there's something different here. There's something. And it, and it could just be a, a variant and whatever. But ironically, as we look at, you know, survival rights and kind of laugh at this thing, and I think that was true 2020, but as we're going to 2020, at least when it comes to the vaccinated ones, that they are going to begin to die. And yes, they will blame the unvaccinated. Uh, yeah, the unvaccinated. The vaccinated is going to be driving the pandemic. They're going to be creating new strands. They're going to be immunocompromised. They're going to start succumbing to this. And then they're going to blame the unvaccinated. But it seems like that it's it's spreading right in a, in a different way. I, I I see from more. I don't know if he did he get an actual a real test, not a PCR test, etc. I didn't go through the story yet. I just saw it right before we came on, so I thought, yeah, let's let's throw it in there. Let's see. Um, along with the announcement it was a video where the comedian said he was feeling very weary, had a headache, and just felt like run down. After string of tour dates, let me see. What did what is, was a PCR monoclonal antibodies ivermectin? Okay. Um, okay. All right. What did you say here then? Hello, friends. So I got back from the road Saturday night, feeling very weary. I had a headache, and I just felt just run down. And just to be cautious. I separated from my family, slept in a different part of the house, and throughout the night I got fevers and sweats and I knew what was going on. So I got up in the morning, got tested, and it turns out I got COVID. What test? So we body? immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal what? antibodies, uh, what, uh, what test? Z pack, uh, prednisone. What about vitamins, everything. dude? C, uh, D, I also zinc, got an NAD drip, and a vitamin drip, and I there did you go. that okay, good. three days in a row. And so here we are on Wednesday, and I feel great. I really only had one bad day. Sunday sucked, but Monday was Okay, better. so if he nipped this in the butt early on, he might he might have come out of it, right? So that's the thing with what Japan is doing now, ivermectin and stuff, and... <clears throat> You know, is this a is this a ploy to get more celebrities to have it, and you got to watch out or whatever? I I don't know why would they even cover that he oh he took ivermectin and now he feels better, right? Probably something to that. That the way that the media is attacking ivermectin is a is a te- is a tell, right? They're revealing themselves that they do not want you to have an alternative that works. They they do not want that. They want you to take the vaccine and preferably die. <laughs> That's what these people want. They hate you and they want you dead, right? Most of these people. So Japan knows what they're doing. They're behind it. You know, they've talked about this a miracle cure. We'll talk about that in a moment too. Uh, so, so, so I, I understand. There's many, there's many balls at the same time that you have to juggle here when you take the propaganda into account, the the uh, the subversion, the scare tactic, the fear mongering. But then also, I do have just genuine feeling of like. They're, it's, they're the, it's something different, okay? Something is different, and I'm just saying be, 
just be aware of this thing that as more and more and specifically then you know conservatives they don't you know they tend generally they don't believe that it's as bad as they tell us it is etc that's the that's the very and, and everyone feels secure oh, well we you know we're not we're not gonna and i'm not saying that wearing a face mask will hey it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't help uh apparently an n95 would etc so you know make of that w with what you will uh, but yes, I mean, washing your hands work. That's what you should do anyway, but not, you know, touching your face and shit like that. Sure, right? Uh, good hygiene, right? That's, you know, something you should do anyway, regardless of what's going on. But just know that that would be the, when the guard is down, that would be the time when they, yes, they would actually release something that actually is going to kill you. So I don't know yet what what's going on. I haven't figured it out. I'm not sure if they do. Or, or, is that what it is? Is it just more mild, somewhat milder symptoms that people are having, and most of them are, are going to be fine. They're going to get out of it. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that is the case. But there's always that little slight chance, little slight in the back of my head, like, what if they were fucking around with something here? And 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 now they'll drop it. They'll 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 drop a new strain or a new virus or some weird shit like that. And and that's when people are going to be hit. They're going to be wary from them crying wolf for such a long time. Oh my God, it's a pandemic. People are going to be dying. No one's dying, and everyone's sick of it. Fuck this shit. I don't believe in this. Then it then it's then they they hit right. That's the strike. Just be aware of that. Just be aware of that. So this happened uh, earlier this month, mid month here, August earlier last month, I should say. Uh, the World Health Organization, bleh, the World Health Organization says four high-risk contacts identified after case of Marburg virus reported in Guinea. New virus just dropped, lads. Let's listen to uh, what the commie had to say about this. About 150 contacts have been identified and are being followed up, including three family members and a health worker who have been identified as high-risk close contacts. Marburg is a very different virus to the one that caused COVID-19. Let me stop that. I did the drop altogether. Let me try again. I'm getting some skips on that. I want you to see the video. Let me try again. Many of the elements of the response are the same isolating and caring for those infected, tracing and quarantining their contacts, and engaging local communities in the response. The re Sorry, guys, I'm not sure why it's not sending the video over. That's very... There's no licensed... We, well, let's just, I mean, it's just his face. We'll listen to the audio, and then I'll try to re reload the input. Vaccine for Marburg. Although there Marburg. are vaccines under development, and WHO is working with our partners to seek opportunities to assess them during this outbreak through the R&D blueprint for epidemics. It's true that it's the first mobile outbreak in West Africa, but in our risk assessment of high-tech pathogen, we have identified more than 20 countries in Africa where transmission of Marburg virus disease can happen. Also, before Guinea, we have only had five countries that reported real outbreaks. So we need to do more 
in terms of investing in local surveillance, as said by Mike, not only for Marburg, but also on research and development for other so-called viral hemorrhagic diseases like Lhasa, because Lhasa is very prevalent in West Africa and many other African countries, Cayman Congo virus diseases, Rift Valley fever, and so on. That's why this investment, research and development is critical, and with more investment done during COVID-19, we expect to use this momentum to be more ready and prevent more people from this high-tech pathogen. Okay, kind of hard to understand that guy there. His English was not the best. Let's see if I can get out of here. One second, guys. Okay, there it goes. Now it's loading. So if I scroll, now it goes a little better. Sorry about that, guys. I'm not sure why it's skipping up like that. It's uh, it's annoying. Anyway, so Marburg, Marburg just dropped. Uh, just be aware of that. Then there's another, what was it, a type of polio that apparently is causing uh, ch young children's limbs to be paralyzed. Their legs and their arms are getting paralyzed. And, and as always with these things, you just don't know if it's true or not. You just don't know if you can trust. Is it, is, it, is it real? Is it an actual thing? Or are they just scaremongering? And it's just so... I mean, it's just so sad, nothing else, that we're like, we're in the situation where literally nothing they say we can trust. And that's not our fault, that's their fault. They've broken the, the social contract over and over, they've lied to us, they've skewed information, they've hyped things, they've done so many things, right? It's completely on them, right? So regardless, what this is creating is a form of mass psychosis. I wanted to play just a couple of minutes in the early of this video and, and, and yes there's some you know mainstream takes or whatever in this but it, it's still a good idea um something to be aware of just that the, the the and they bring up jung's work in this too and i think he's he has he's a he's a great mind especially if you compare him to someone like freud he was obviously uh very much a, a uh, a, a man of, of, of European character, you know, he, he, he knew some s stuff, this guy. Uh, and he talked about this, that the, the, the re forget about like, you know, global warming or climate change or even cataclysmic event on a planetary scale. Like the real thing that you need to be worried about is when mass psychosis start hitting large swaths of the population. And I think that that's what we're going through right now. That's why it's so difficult. Is it legitimized to fear? Maybe they will drop something which actually is going to start killing people, or it will be the vaccine, the cure is going to start killing people. Regardless of where it is, you know that they're going to be lying to us about it. But it's a longer video. Let me just play the first few minutes here for you to get a little bit of a summary of like mass mass psychosis. And they and they you know yes they talk about like oh the mass psychosis hit um, you know the. Uh, uh, they were in the you know late 30s, uh, you know in Central Europe, and that's you know, without anything looking at like okay, why did the what for for no reason whatsoever these people just develop mass psychosis, right? It's always that. So they take a couple of examples. However, now today what we're in is definitely a mass psychosis, a legitimate mass psychosis, where the there is no reason to be this uh, paranoid and just you know and but it's spreading too though that with the pressure that they keep up in the media they have heightened pressure in the media to scare you into submission to get more and more people to get vaccinated 
the people are tuning out are tuning out. They're not even watching this. So it's not it doesn't even affect them. They don't care. They're never going to take this vaccine. They, they're going to die. These people are going to fight and die before they take this vaccine. Whether it's on principle or whether it's thinking that this is the, the, the content of this is no good. They have made their mind up. That's what it is. So they're not receiving all this crazy propaganda. But the people who believe all this are, and they're getting increasingly hyped up and frightened and scared and paranoid and angry and psychotic, and they're developing mass psychosis. I, again, I think in an effort to start going after people that do not obey what they want to do. And that's complete submission. Get the vax, get in the pod, eat the bugs, shut up, get in the camp, get in the green zone, and let CDC take your guns. Let's play this here. The masses have never thirsted after truth. They turn aside from evidence that is not to their taste, preferring to deify error if error seduced them. Whoever can supply them with illusions is easily their master. Whoever attempts to destroy their illusions is always their victim. According to the psychologist Carl Jung, the greatest threat to civilization lies not with the forces of nature, nor with any physical disease, but with our inability to deal with the forces of our own psyche. We are our own worst enemies, or as the Latin proverb puts it, man is a wolf to man. In Civilization in Transition, Jung states that this proverb is a sad yet eternal truism, and our wolf-like tendencies come most prominently into play at those times of history when mental illness becomes the norm rather than the exception in a society a situation which Jung termed a psychic epidemic. That's what we're in right now. Indeed, it is becoming ever more obvious, he writes, that it is not famine, not earthquakes, not microbes, not cancer, but man himself, who is man's greatest danger to man, for the simple reason that there is no adequate protection against psychic epidemics, which are infinitely more devastating than the worst of natural catastrophes. There's no <clears throat> psychic hygiene left, right? There's no, for a while there, like what, early 20th century or something, there was some talk of that. I think even if you go further back, actually in history, like way back, you had, you had some of that mentality or whatever, but that's completely out the window now. Now you're just supposed to like run with your psychosis. You're, you know, again, it's encouraged in our society. It's like, if you think, if you, if you think you're something you're not, will medically transform you into that thing which you are not just to appease your, your mental illness, right? That's the society we live in right now. There's no psychic hygiene. There's no cleaning. There's no tending to. There's, there's no grooming, if you will, or pr pr pruning, I guess, whatever you want to, however you want to term it, right? Of controlling your psychic landscape and your, envi in, your internal environment. It's just festering. And this is one of the reasons why people want to Everything around them needs to be needs to be a reflection of their inner space, right? Their internal mind. It's the only time they're they're they're, they're comfortable. If things out there are too little, too orderly, right? Which is fascism. If it's a little too orderly, a little bit too well put together, a little bit too, you know, structured and on time and stuff, and these people start getting really nervous, real goddamn quick, because that's not reflected what's internally. It's a garbage dump in there for some of them, um, and it stinks. 
and they need to uh, practice hygiene. But uh, well, we have n virtually no tools left whatsoever uh, for that, sadly. In this video, we are going to explore the most dangerous of all psychic epidemics, the mass psychosis. A mass psychosis is an epidemic of madness, and it occurs when a large portion of a society loses touch with reality and descends into delusions. Such a phenomenon is not a thing of fiction. Two examples of mass psychoses are the American and European witch hunts of the 16th and 17th centuries, and the rise of totalitarianism in the 20th century. Yeah, so here you get some, you know, yeah, 20th century, totally. Again, I mean, it, it's it's fine. I get what he's going for. Look, but it's like much of that had a it had an origin point, and it was a reaction to. I mean, okay, these people haven't learned about Weimar. That's why they don't understand why that happened. So they just think it's something completely out of the blue. But to put that to the side for now. The main point still stands. There's still epochs of mass delusion and mass psychosis that happens in the human population. During the witch hunts, thousands of individuals, mostly women, were killed, not for any crimes they committed, but because they became the scapegoats of societies gone mad. In some Swiss villages, writes Francis Hill, there were scarcely any women left alive after the frenzy had finally burned itself out. When a mass psychosis occurs, the results are devastating. Jung studied this phenomenon and wrote that the individuals who make up the infected society become morally and spiritually inferior. They sink unconsciously to an inferior intellectual level. They become more unreasonable, irresponsible, emotional, erratic, and unreliable. And worst <laughs> of all, crimes the individual alone could never stand are freely committed by the group smitten by madness. What makes matters worse is that those suffering from a mass psychosis are unaware of what is occurring. For just as an individual gone mad cannot step out of his mind to observe the errors in his ways, so too there is no Archimedean point from which those living through a mass psychosis can observe their collective madness. But what causes a mass psychosis? To answer this question we must first explore what drives an individual mad. While there are many potential triggers of madness, such as an excessive use of drugs or alcohol, brain injuries, and other illnesses, these physical causes will not concern us here. Our concern is with psychological, or what are called psychogenic triggers, as these are the most common culprits of the mass psychosis. The most prevalent psychogenic cause of a psychosis is a flood of negative emotions, such as fear or anxiety, that drives an individual into a state of panic. When in a state of panic, an individual will naturally seek relief, as it is too mentally and physically draining to subsist in this hyper-emotional state. While escaping from the state of panic can be accomplished through adaptive means, such as facing up to and defeating the fear-generating threat, another way to escape... Look at all this, and, and look at how our society has pivoted towards, like, if you have a threat, if you have a fear, if you have something... It's basically we don't stand up to that, right? Call, narc, or you know what I mean, like even the, the bully, even as a, as a as a symbolic representation of you overcoming an obstacle earlier in your life, is a very important milestone, right, for you to understand that you have your own destiny in a sense in your hand. You can control your environment. You can stand up. You can you can change things. You can alter things. Why? It's because this is about creating a dependent population. They will never learn to stand on their own two feet. 
That's why they're urging kids in school now, go run to the teacher if there's a bully or, or whatever is going on instead of you taking care of taking matters into your own hands and taking care of this guy and making sure that he doesn't remain a problem for you. That's self-confidence building. It's like all, all these important things that you need to go through, right? All these things serve a, a function and a reason. And then it, even it's a, it's a, it's, there's a counter uh, point there too, right? That as a society, we, you know, we still are, are confined to smaller <clears throat> groups, you know, essentially. We still are tribal to a certain extent. I think you can only have something like a hundred, if even that, like meaningful relationships, I think is something, it's definitely under 50. Uh, I think it was even like 20 something. I forget what it is, right? You, you can, in other words, you can't be friends with 3,000 people, right? And know all of them and have a relationship with them. That's just, it's just impossible, right? So it, it turns into a handful in most regards, but let's be generous and say 15 or something, right? 20, maybe 25. But then the more you get, the more that spreads. Uh, or, 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 you know, the, the less of intimate it will become, the more, the less you will kind of really know them and spend time with them and stuff like that, right? So we're still up, build up on these very small chains, tribes of sorts still, in a way, right? And so if you had a weak link there, it was important for the group to either remove that link or subjugate them to pressure so that they will better themselves, improve themselves, so that they could join the group and not be the weakest link in the group. That, that was tied to survival. It was tied to like, you know, you, it's like they say in 300, right? We fight as a unit. We can't have one guy who's like have an arm that's all fucked up and stuff. Like we need, everyone needs to hold their, if, we, if there's a threat, we need all to all hold our shields tight. You know what I mean? Shield wall. You got to, you know, people got to be fit. And we're still in that, whether we, you know, believe that or not. Now it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Run and, you know, don't sort anything out yourself. Just, uh, just go, go tell. Go tell someone and someone else will take, the authorities will take care of it, right? And so that creates a dependent population. It, it creates an individual which is dependent, an individual which never will learn that they can control their environment, that they can change things in their life. And that creates a dependency on a power structure and the and the ruling class and the elite. And that, so that's why they've done all that, right? But it's just that, but, but how they're encouraging that, like, like you know, groveling in, in negativity or your emotion, like sappiness and uh, nihilism and like all these things that it's like it's creating a psychic environment where people are becoming more and more mentally ill, right? So this is a pretty good one. We're going to stop there. There's more to this, of course. So check it out if you want to. It's After School, S-K-O-O-L, and it's called Mass Psychosis, How an Entire Population Becomes Mentally Ill. Uh, but it's just to show you... Um, that's the time that we're in right now where people are watching the media. It's happening, and as you can see, even in the image there, they're showing a a virus up top there, right? That that's like that's that's where we that's where we are right now. It's an encouraged mass psychosis, largely. Uh, you know, now the conditions will change, I think, for the vaccinated and the, and those when they're shedding their spike proteins and other people being infected by that and stuff like that. So I'm not saying it's completely one-sided and just locked in and it will forever remain that. So don't get me wrong. But at least how they got this thing started to start spreading the, 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 the panic about it, it's cracking people. People are becoming more and more mentally ill, unstable, psychopaths, just delusional people, hysterical, paranoid people. Uh, Jack Roberts says, 
There is a reminds me of a short film everyone should watch. It is 13 minutes, but explains societal problems as a whole. I saved that link. Uh, Jack Robert, if it's good, we can play it maybe in the Friday show. Thank you for the link over on Odyssey. Uh, my awesome channel says vaccine deaths are coded as COVID deaths. Study demonstrates 250 vaccine deaths are coded as COVID. Uh, interesting. Good link there. Let me save that as well. Thank you. Uh, my awesome channel. I appreciate that. Uh, I think you're, yeah, I think you're right there. I think that's what uh, we're seeing happening uh, and, and increasingly going to see happen, right? Uh, so here was one guy. We'll talk about the, what they're, how they're going after the, um, starting the trials now for uh, babies. Uh, that's how insane this is getting. But I thought this was a good, this was a good clip. Someone who's standing up here, uh, taking a stand, and just what we're what we're going to have to do to turn things around here. Listen to this. Uh, this is Steve Lynch. He, he spoke at a freedom rally uh, in Pennsylvania regarding that it's men who have to step up to the plate here and do their fucking job. Listen to this. We got parents looking at the bylaws. I plan on going in these school boards. Ian and other strong men. Men, where are you? Men, wake up, smell the coffee. Let's go. Make men great again, right? Make men men again. Let's go. Men, I need you. I need you in the coming weeks because when we walk into those school boards, we're going to have everything we need to do to go in there with those 90 school boards that voted to put these masks back on the children with no scientific. It's done giving them the research and the data. Do you understand that? Forget going into these school boards and bringing data. You go into school boards to remove them. That's what you do. Forget. They don't follow the law. They don't follow the law. You go in and you remove them. I'm going in with 20 strong men. I'm going to speak in front of the school board and I'm going to give them an option. They can leave or they can be removed. And then after that, we're going to replace them with nine, nine parents and we're going to vote down the, the mask mandates that evening. That evening. This is how you get stuff done. Forget writing your legislators. Forget it. They're not listening. You gotta do something. It's us. It's we the people. When I see criminals trying to take my rights and my beautiful children and everything that they're gonna do, you're gonna have to take my life. There's no way. I'll die on this hill. There's no way. No way. All right, there we go. Good stuff. Uh, I think that's part of a longer one. I got to check out, see if I can find the whole one, but it's from um, Freedom News TV. But anyway, that was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, someone said in chat, the uh, the school board, parents are, uh, Jolly Rogers from Turbo says, people are starting to rally against the school boards. It's going to heat up as the schools reopen big time. Absolutely. I've seen some great clips, whether it's moms or dads or people are fucking pissed off, right? Uh, but you know, as they begin to push back, they, uh, this is what I'm saying. They're gonna, the, 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 like, ironically, as as this momentum is built up on the opposite side, like we're done with this, right? I think you're actually going to start seeing a lot of deaths, right? And again, just to clarify, yes, it will most likely be because of the experimental mRNA shot. Um, but what if they release something else? At any point, these people could take something out of a stage four uh, safety lab, right, or, or safety laboratory four, and they could drop it like they have done in the past. That's why in the Weekend Warrior show, I showed you a little bit of the history uh, of the biowarfare, right, that they've done on us uh, in the, the U.S. specifically, but this is happening in other countries as well. Uh, they drop light bulbs with like viruses in it on, in the U.S. subway. <laughs> like they've dropped, they dropped uh, 
uh, infected insects and ticks and, and uh, fleas and stuff on, on certain towns, right? They've done all this crazy stuff. There's nothing that's going to, that could stop. Like, we're always going to be on defensive. We're always going to be, uh, you know, a, a stage, a step after. Because we don't sit around and uh, and think about how to, like, hurt and maim and injure and kill other people on a mass scale like these m monsters do, right? Uh, Den Mother says, uh, peeps need to do more than school boards. Don't forget those rat bastard city slash county boards that have been infiltrated for decades. Anything local, anything local. It's just like this weird, all of a sudden, the more nationalistic slash conservative slash yes, if you will, the, the residue then of, of Trump and stuff, the MAGA people and all that stuff are just like all of a sudden waking up from a daze like, oh, yeah, shit, what happened? Oh, well, all these commies. And it's progressive commies and Marxists take over every aspect of our life, and now they're getting to domineering over our kids. Maybe that's not a good thing. They think, oh, just vote for the president, and it will remain. No, they have been infiltrated for decades, 60 years, 70 years, sometimes even longer, some of these areas, right? So I don't want to be too long-winded about this, but just a reminder again, we talked about this in the Weekend Warrior show, but the... Uh, World Health Organization released a guiding document for a digital vaccine certificate, of course, tied to COVID-19 uh, on your vaccination status. It's a new technology that they propose. It's for nations, a guiding document for nations that um, uh, either haven't implemented something or maybe they can streamline it so that they could become a global system as opposed to just one in one country or region or something like that. Uh, and of course, it's... Uh, Funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that have, yes, they have a finger in literally, Bill Gates literally has a finger in almost everything that's happened during this pandemic response. Also, government of Estonia, which is very, they very strange how, how f on the forefront they've been about this. Someone is trying to fuck them over. Sorry for the bad language, but something is, something stinky in Estonia. I'm not sure why they are so on the front lines of this and it's just very odd. But anyway. Uh, state of Kuwait and the Rockefeller Foundation, of course, Operation Lockstep, and they're already working on their own apps and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to read you the executive summary. You can check that out, pause if you want to. Uh, it's up on screen right there. But, of course, check out the document in full. We have it up on my Twitter. I can even share it under, under this show, a link, so you can check out the whole document if you want. Uh, but, yes, they're showing here of how these digital certificates will work. Uh, and I said blockchain-based, and people were some were getting upset with me because of that. Um, and it might not be so. Okay, so one of the reasons why I mentioned that it 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 all. I mean, it basically seems to operate in the same way with a public and a private key. You have the document hash. There's uh, signed hashes. There's we'll just have to see exactly exactly what they do how they do this but but i think it will be blockchain more or you know it's cryptography they say that in there right um the cryptographic strength of private public key pairs is based on the mathematics of asymmetric cryptography a process involving one-way mathematical in functions correct me if i'm wrong but isn't that basically blockchain or is that just oh no that's just cryptography it's nothing to do with that one of the reasons why I bring it up to, of course, is because of Bill Gates and then their recent patent, right, that people pointed out. Um, so the 
serial number for this or two, the, the cryptocurrency system using body activity data, right? This could be, in other words, it, it'll be a, it'll be tied to your biometrical signature, right? It will be like, it's, it's a, essentially like a surveillance tool. You, all, you, you can't hide your heartbeat or your resonance from how your organs work and stuff, and they can read that stuff, and it's unique to you. And so they can detect if it's you or not. It's using body activity, your data. And they can have, and they're having a cryptocurrency system tied to that. It's Microsoft that filed, or it's the applicant of this, which of course is Bill Gates. Yes, he, he's not there as a CEO anymore, but he's still on the board. It's Microsoft. It's Bill Gates, and they have some, you know, explanations here. The point is not to go through this uh, in, in great detail, but just to show you that they're Microsoft, Bill Gates, all these people are tied into working on these types of systems. And so I'm sure they'll wheel this out in some kind of way that will be tied to a digital uh, uh, decentralized currency, right, that the World uh, Bank are pushing for. The World uh, Economic Forum are talking about these things, too. They have their other programs. We just basically, they just need to, like, bind all these things together and you'll have a perfect uh, prison system in place. Uh, but, of course, the patent number uh, was 20, 2020, right, because of the year when it was the publication for it or the application for it. Uh, but it just happened to pan out that it was 060606. So, you know, zeros don't count. So this is the 666 in 2020 cryptocurrency system using body activity. Microsoft, Bill Gates, and they're developing these. The, uh, the digital sign signature systems. Right, and they have a couple of ways here of like how you tie in your vaccine. You go and take your vaccine and then you plug it into a digital system and it gets verified and all these hashes and the public and the private keys and it's an app and it's digital and it's global. It's all global. All right. Uh, yeah, we don't really have time for this. I saw this document linked up. Strategy for Sweden's cooperation with the World Health Organization, 2021 to 2025. And they talk about the coronavirus and stuff. And I'll have to go through this in more detail later. I uh, don't have to time here. I, I want to wrap up here shortly. But they're basically like, they're basically just bending over. There's no, there's no country that's doing anything that's different. It's all, you know. Well, maybe Iran will, you know, and maybe the Taliban will do something different. I don't know, right? We'll have to see. But as far as the Western, Western world is concerned, they're all like, uh, yep, it's very, you know, the guiding principles of the World Health Organization. They run everything. And it's the, it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They're funding everything. It's all good stuff. A couple of quick headlines here, and then we'll show the, the, the babies that are starting the, the vaccine trials on the babies now, right? San Diego County declares COVID misinformation a public health crisis. This is, of course, what uh, the World Health Organization talked about a while back. The World Economic Forum has talked about it as well. Uh, the San Diego County Board of Supervisors held a meeting Tuesday night where they uh, voted to declare COVID-19 misinformation a public health crisis. Here we go again. It's the guns. we got to have censorship. we got to shut everything down. we got to control every aspect of your life because it's a public health crisis. That's everything you'll see will be under the guise of this, including the coming uh, climate lockdowns and the restrictions, the shutdowns of the supply chains, your ability to not be able to get a single thing in the stores anymore. Despite powerful testimonies from citizens during the 15-hour-long meeting, 
the resolution passed with a three to two vote. Who are these people? Get these people out of there. The, res the resolution authored by San Diego County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher states that, quote, using health misinformation is causing a public health crisis in San Diego County. The board letter introducing a proposal states, quote, at a pivotal time in our history with an FDA approved vaccine available. But lie, bullshit, that's not true. They just extended the emergency use authorization. Technicality, yes, but you won't be able to find any community vaccines out there which have been approved. Pfizer slash BioNTech has not been approved. Um, free of charge and booster shots recommended later this year. Health misinformation, in other words, because it's creating vaccine hesitancy, is now pre is presenting a greater threat to public health than a variant of COVID-19. Explaining his reason for submitting the resolution, Fletcher said combating health misinformation needs to start on the ground in counties and cities across our nation. San Diego County took the first step by becoming the first local jurisdiction in the country to align its policies with the U.S. Surgeon General's recommendations to fight health misinformation. Health misinformation is a national crisis, and it requires all of us to fight against it together. All right, so you'll see more of this, and it will be under the guise of public health crisis. Just heads up, just be aware. Uh, one good turnaround was we talked about the uh, the Weekend Warriors show. The judge, Judge Shapiro, who decided to, in Chicago, Chicago County, uh, take away the ability for a mother to meet her, uh, to be around her kid because she wasn't vaccinated. But apparently enough public pressure was put on this guy. There was enough attention brought to this case. And at least for now... But this is how they do it. Two steps forward, one back, and then, you know, they continue it like that. Ten steps forward, three back. So he, for now, restored the unvaccinated mother's rights to see her son. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, Judge Shapiro. Thank you. Let's see what they say here. Cook County, Illinois, Judge James Shapiro has restored Rebecca Furlitt's rights to see her 11-year-old son after previously revoking the privilege until she got vaccinated against the coronavirus. According to the Chicago Sun-Times, Shapiro earlier this month gave custody of Furlitt's son to her vaccinated ex-husband. The couple has been divorced for seven years and were previously sharing custody. On Monday, however, the judge revoked his previous order that barred Furlitt from seeing her son, according to the Sun-Times. All right, great, uh, great reading there, bud. Great audio pickup, too. Love that room. Uh, okay, so that's, I mean, that's insane, right? Uh, but do you think that's going to stop them? Of course not. Now, now it's happening in other areas. Michigan County threatens to arrest parents if child tests positive for COVID. So this, this is the other thing. It's a health crisis. We can do anything. We can take them away. This is literally what these, you know, alt-right, uh, some of the alt-right people were making fun of last year, right? Oh, they think you're going to go to camps. Sure. No, camps are based because that's what the Nazis did, right? I mean, it's just some, like, just retarded. Okay, so, okay, so they talked about it last year, and now they're going to start doing it, right? It's happening in Canada. It's happening in Australia. They're building these temporary facilities. There was people out of the New York Times talking about it last year. They're saying, we have to take you away from your home. We have to separate you from your family. We have to have men over here, women over here. It's going to be green zones. It's set up by the CDC. Look, it's, it's like, oh, this is like what crazy, crazy right-wing conspiracy theorists talk about. Yeah, what are you, nerdy global homo leftist? What, what's, what's wrong with you? 
Do you think he's cool? Do you think these people at the FDA and the CDA, has, are, they're looking out for us? They're going to do what's good for us? And th this is just a big joke? They're, they're outlined all the things now, and as we go into autumn, and as people really are going to start dying, vaccinated ones, but who knows? Maybe even being getting some of that spiked protein being shedded off to people or not. Who knows, right? Who knows? Or they release something else. Who knows? They have these things in place, and now you're going to start seeing this kind of stuff. They're break through people's doors, and they're going to start hauling people off for your safety, for your health. A county health department in Michigan is threatening to throw parents in jail if their child was believed to have been exposed to COVID-19. In a letter to parents, an Allegan County Health Director tells parents they are, quote, required to cooperate with the agency or be taken to court following allegations they've exposed their child to COVID-19. The Allegan County Health Department has become aware that your son slash daughter is a close contact to a COVID-19. This is the, the, the apps, right? The, the tracing apps here as part of this. Otherwise, how would they know, right? To a COVID, and, and again, weave into that the, the Microsoft's cryptocurrency uh, tied to your body activity and stuff. Like, the, or, or let's say they have a technology where they can like, they don't even need you to have a phone with a tracing app on it anymore. They've scanned your organs. They know your residual, your signature, right? Your actual, I know this sounds weird to those not, you know, so technologically inclined out there, but they're working on technology. They have technology where they can measure various parts of your body and pick up the frequency that your particular organs or your heart or your whole, you know, your breathing, even how you walk, right? Biometrical signatures. They could pick that up and they can tell that it's you. And they go, oh, well, according to our, you don't have my, you might not have the tracing app, but they know where, where you were at, at all times, you, even if you carry your phone on you or not. Well, you came in contact uh, with someone here. We get, sorry, we got to hold you off. Here, we have these uh, temporary hospitals set up for you, these green zones. It's going to be great. Anyway, I was going to go through this more, but uh, yeah, we don't have time for this. Obviously, I'm, <laughs> I want to do a little segment on the. Uh, on the uh, on the zombie apocalypse, basically, why the CDC a while ago released this with this zombie preparedness, right? That this is goes beyond just a joke, and it's actually talking about some a, a kind of condition which is going to potentially be coming down the pipe uh, when you have. Well, first of all, people starving, uh, people homeless, but also people suffering that have been vaccinated, yes, but the, pri the prion disease, which is one of the uh, speculated ways that this experimental technology will, will play out itself. This is one of the shapes that it will take inside of your body that will be a replication of a prion-like uh, condition or the prions will eat away at your brain, people are having memory loss issues, brain fog. It's even tried to the virus in and of itself, apparently, right? Brain fog, you can't think straight and stuff like that. It's attacking your brain tissue. It's attacking people's eyesight. They're develop developing blood clots in weird places, including your optical nerve, your heart. There's all these things that's happening. And you, okay, so you might basically see people start behaving like zombies eventually. And and no joke, this is why the Z CDC put this on their website. It's a way it's a way for them to tell you what's coming. So I, I hope this is just all all some of the crazy shit that I've heard and looked into. 
I hope it's all crazy and it's never going to be true. But you got to wonder, right? You get, you have to wonder why they're doing this kind of stuff. And they think it's funny. They think it's funny. They're enjoying the, doing this too. They're enjoying doing this too. All right. So here's the last one we'll do. And then we have to wrap up. Been going for too long already here. Um, I'll have to do that segment in, 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 in greater detail. Here was the, by the way, the odds of dying from COVID by age, you know, again, and I, you know, I've said this a few times now, but I think this is going to, this autumn and this winter, these numbers are actually going to be, they're not, they might still drive up the numbers. They might, we, we might not still get the right numbers, right? Again, I think it will take the form that it will say that it's a vaccine. They're going to say that it's unvaccinated. They're dying when in reality it's going to be vaccinated, but they're going to use that to drive up fear and hype and all that stuff. Right. But very small. Age 0 to 19 has a 99.997% survival rate, similar to the odds of dying from a sharp object. 20 to 29, the odds are similar to the odds of dying from a sunstroke. 30 to 39, the odds are similar to uh, dying of choking on food. 40 to 49, the odds are similar to the odds of dying of drowning. 50 to 59, Gets up a little bit here, similar to the odds of dying in a pedestrian accident. 60 to 69, similar to the odds of dying in a car crash. And again, they're not reforming our society because of a car crash. They're not, they're, you know, they're not doing this because of lightning. You know, we don't, you know. Uh, and 70 plus, similar to the odds of dying of a chronic respiratory disease. I guess beyond beyond COVID in and of itself, then I would assume, uh, if that's what it is. Uh, okay. So here it is. So now, of course, so now with that in mind, you know, just especially then for kids, right? That's why I show that too. Zero to 19. It's like, it's, it's virtually like, it's virtually not going to happen. Now there are families of physicians that are willing to put their own babies through vaccine trials. According to the chief operating officer at Driscoll Children's Hospital. Listen to this here. Let me unmute that real quick. There we go. Uh, this, they're muting and muting and muting. Here we go. Let's try again. And this is what it looked like inside Driscoll Children's Hospital today. Doctors and nurses are busy caring for 12 children who are hospitalized with COVID-19. We're told two of those patients are in the intensive care unit and on ventilators. Dr. Mary Dale Peterson. And by the way, the protocol that they developed is literally killing people by putting them on ventilators, right? You go into these environments, you're going to see some of these doctors. If you test positive, it could be a false positive, they'll put you on a ventilator and they're going to watch you die. They're not going to help you. They're not going to give you any vitamins. They're not going to give you any ivermectin. They're not going to give you anything that actually works. They're just going to put you on a ventilator and just sit and watch until you die because it's money. Still money involved here. Some hospitals, it's as high as $53,000 uh, uh, per like diseased body. It's, it's a financial incentive by these hospitals to kill you when you come in there. That's how nuts this is. These kids might be suffering from something else, but in the age of COVID, all everything is COVID, right? So I don't know what the backstory is here, what's going on, if they really are suffering from that. Again, the stats are really low, right? But so, the, so, to, so to help out here in the situation, to make things just so much, so much better, let's just give these kids, these babies, an experimental mRNA gene editing technology 
that we have no idea what it's happening to kids. We have no idea what's going to happen long term. The studies are not going to be completed in 2025, 2027 on some diseases tied to this vaccine. But, you know, it's FDA approved, so it's fine. Person with Driscoll Children's tells 3 News that if everyone would get vaccinated, she believes they would not be seeing as extreme cases like these. Uh, it's, uh, it's just in our vaccine trials at Driscoll, we had no trouble filling the vaccine trials. I've got a waiting list for those. And a lot of our families of physicians that understand the value of vaccine, the safety of vaccine, and they're willing to put their six month old babies in a vaccine trial because they know how effective these vaccines are. Uh, Okay, well, how can you know that it's effective if the trial is happening now? That doesn't even make sense. Why, if you know that they're safe and effective, why do you have to have a trial? And they're willing to put their six-month-old babies in a vaccine trial because they know how effective these vaccines are. If they're sick, just give them to everybody now then. Why even pretend? Fucking maniacs. Dr. Peterson says that physicians have learned so much more about COVID and the treatments have improved. She says at the beginning of the pandemic, there was about an 80% death rate for those on a ventilator. And now that there number has come down to 20%. Why? Why? Because, because they're, they're killing people with the ventilators. They're putting on the ventilators and they're dying, right? That's what's actually happening. Anyway, so this, I mean, this is just insanity, complete insanity. Right, let me pause that. <clears throat> So that's what's happening now. I think we can end with this clip then. It's Luc Montagnier, the, the Nobel laureate, uh, who was talking about just how insane it is uh, to put these kids on. Did we have that? Let me see. Maybe this one. Uh, on giving these kids that. Let me see. I think here it is right here. Here it is. Uh, and if you, there are studies on this too, like the Journal of Antibiotics. Stuff. Ivermectin, enigmatic, multifaceted wonder drug, continues to surprise and exceed expectations. So the media said, oh, they're giving antiparasitical horse paste to patients, and they're crazy. They're, they're putting something in their mouth which is supposed to be injected and all that stuff, right? So the cow stuff and the horse stuff is the same. Of course, different dosages, yes, but it's the same molecule, uh, that's in the human human one. There's no difference there. The injecting thing is to, so that you can inject it into the mouth of a cow or a horse. It's not for like putting in your arm and injecting it. So that's a lie. They're making that up to just make it seem that they're, these people are crazy. You're supposed to take it in a syringe and inject it in, but they're just drinking. You know, <clears throat> like there's all these lies about it, right? And it's not that this is an anti-parasitical med. It's not a medication that's anti-parasitical, it's just aimed to take up parasites. According to these studies, it's a multifaceted wonder drug. The reason is it's aiding your immune system to take care of the problems that you have in your body, including dealing with things like parasites. It's, you could say, a side effect of this molecule, this drug, this medication. So they've talked about it for years on the NIH website. There's stories about this. There's studies on this. They're talking about how great it is. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I've heard some people that say that the properties of it is anti-carcinogenic, right? It's helping to heal all kinds of things for people. It's crazy. But we know that they can't have an option because they want everybody to get vaccinated. And so this it's another reason for the emergency use authorization that can't be legally speaking, they can't, not that they would abide by that anyway, but there can be no other treatment available 
if you can if you have EUA, right? So you have to let you've got to censor and ban and and demonize smear anything that could work, right? So this seems like a good option. There's online pharmacies that you can get this stuff from. It's starting to run out. Pharmacies are not fulfilling subscriptions. They're trying to keep it from you. There's all kinds of all kinds of clues here that should tell you that okay, if these people don't want you to have it, maybe you should have it. And I'm not saying, oh, go take, oh, you know, obviously know what you're doing. Talk with people that you can, you know, that you can trust and, and doctors that actually are willing to help you as opposed to put you on an intubator and kill you so that they can get money off of you. But it seems that this is something that has been working because it's a multifaceted wonder drug and, and, and it helps to purge all kinds of things out of your body, including whatever this thing is that they're subjecting people to. So here's what uh, Montagnier said. It's a subtitle here, but regarding uh, vaccinating kids. We'll end on this clip here. Je suis scandalisé par le Actually, let me click in here. Je suis scandalisé par le fait qu'on veut aussi vacciner des enfants. Parce que là, on touche vraiment à, à, la, à la génération future. Il faut, il faut savoir que, par exemple, pour le glyphosate, n'est-ce pas, des travaux récents montrent qu'il y a des effets épigénétiques, c'est-à-dire les gens qui mangent du glyphosate dans leur alimentation, ils transmettent quelque chose qui va se produire dans les générations futures. Les fils, les petits-fils, les arrière-petits-fils vont souffrir. Bon, ceci a été montré chez des rats pour l'instant, mais on peut extrapoler à l'homme. Donc, il y a des effets épigénétiques. Il faut penser à ça. C'est-à-dire, il faut pas seulement penser à ses propres générations, mais au futur. Et donc, là, le messager, l'ARN messager que vous injectez de, de votre vaccin peut très bien avoir des effets aussi pour les générations futures qu'on ne détecte pas si on ne les cherche pas. Donc là, c'est la persistance, on va dire, de ces, de ces substances qu'on injecte sans vraiment connaître les conséquences à moyen terme et à long terme Absolument. Là, on nage dans l'inconnu total et, 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 et proclamer la vaccination obligatoire pour tous, c'est une folie. C'est une folie vaccinatoire contre laquelle je, je m'élève absolument. Et je ne dis pas, bien sûr, que et ce que j'ai jamais jamais dit, et je ne prédis pas que tout le monde va mourir du vaccin, mais... Des, un certain nombre de personnes vont souffrir du vaccin. Et ça, c'est pas admissible. Donc, ils vont souffrir au travers d'effets secondaires euh, qu'on n'a pas encore observés, qu'on n'a pas encore mesurés dans, dans, oui, dans les des... études parce qu'on n'a pas assez de recul Exactement. Il y a des effets à, 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 à plusieurs générations, peut-être aussi, mais il y a des effets sur la même génération au bout de 5 ans, au bout de 10 ans. C'est tout à fait possible, notamment pour les, ce qu'on appelle les maladies neurodégénératives. Alors, il y a des séquences euh, de, qui ressemblent à des séquences de prions dans yeah, euh, prion, la right? reine du coronavirus. The prion disease, zombies, brain issues. Ordonner, enfin, désordonner plutôt des protéines naturelles euh, du cerveau euh, pour les modifier et en faire des, des, des prions. There you go. So he's a, he's a, I mean, he's a Nobel laureate. He's like a, a used to be like a renowned scientist, right? And now he's just there censoring it, banning it, and shutting him up for the most part, uh, because he's bringing a different perspective. And of course, now it's going to be it's going to be a booster shot. It's going to be at least at least I think three shots a year, maybe probably four, maybe five, maybe six shots per year. And then now your your immune system is going to be a subscription service. That's what's going to happen next. And these people are going to start dying, and they're going to start some of them are going to start behaving like zombies as this thing hits your brain.
and it's the prions and it's the blood clots and it's hitting your organs, it's shutting you down, it's cancerous, it's immunosuppressant, so it's going to yield all these other issues. It's going to be a hell of a ride, I tell you. Just, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope these all these people are wrong and that they're delusional and, they're ins and that they are the insane ones and that these people up at the very top are just looking... They're just looking out for if we just would listen to them because they're so good, these people, and they've been so good to us for such a long time. And they're always looking out for us because they love because they love us. Yeah. But live and in that fairy tale if you want. Like inside oh, this is the dumb hospital today. window starting there. Uh, Black Phillips says, Henrik, do you and I have any theories on what happens to the offspring if you cross the vaccinated with unvaccinated, a lot of us are now very concerned about what's going to happen to their future children and what happens to them genetically. Yeah, this is a it's an open air laboratory. We do not have any answers. There's no, as far as I know, studies on this. That's what they're doing. The studies now, they're 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 giving it to humanity as they're doing studies, but it's safe and effective. But people are dying and all these crazy weird things are happening, but that's because of the unvaccinated, you see. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I am concerned with that. Like how much does this shedding thing actually will, how, how will that affect people? The spike protein is toxin, toxic. Can that enter into the body of a, another person through perspiration, resp respiration, right? Your, your breath, it can enter in through... Uh, Again, if you walk into a public toilet, like you can, you can get this stuff. Right, most of it is is uh, um, shedded through your feces, as far as I understand the situation. Uh, and it's no, it's not that you just have to touch something or get it on you. It's it's as far as I understand the situation. It's literally like if you can smell things, that means there's particles in the air. What will have? What will that affect? Will that create a? a will that drive a? creation of more of these proteins in your body that's subjected to it or will you just be subjected to the side effects of it right it's it's so weird because they're like they're not giving you like the whole virus but just the spiked protein of the virus it's like a shell of in and of itself it's it's a very it's very it's very very weird right and I've heard, you know, a lot, you know, reasonable, uh, you know, people are talking about how it's supposed to work and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but the fact is, the autopsies that have been done, this spike protein is spreading throughout the entire body. It's in every major organ in the body, and it's affecting that. And then, then, then even the delivery system in and of itself, the liposomes, uh, the various layers of this fatty envelope to deliver the single-strand protein, or the single-strand uh, mRNA instruction on, on how to make the protein, that's slicing through blood vessels and that's creating blood clotting and there's like so this is just a multifaceted uh barrage of issues that's tied to this experimental technology that they're injecting people with so i i black philip i don't know that's short of it uh something i want to look into more and see but that's why ironically that's why i'm like maybe we need to start social distancing and, and wearing n95 masks and uh, biohazard suits around these people now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, ironically, I, I, I wish it wasn't so, but part of me is like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. RoboThink, the current situation reminds me of Demolition Man, where all the people that want to be live, uh, want to live, sorry, want to live free, are kicked out of society, labeled terrorists, and forced to live underground. Uh, very much so, exactly. 
don't they have what, was, what what did they have there they had some spray uh <laughs> was it again they had some things that they spray they had like things devices that they raised up that sprayed messages on their uh on their on their precious buildings and statues and stuff right uh but yeah even um uh, even tripods, an old uh, sci-fi show out of the UK, it was pretty good. Maybe it's, maybe it's even on YouTube or one of the other video sites these days. Uh, you also see that they're like an outside force, that, which the main society thinks are crazy. These tri tripods are walking around there, and they're capping certain uh, kids when they're a certain age. I think when they reach thirteen or something, to get them into the you know the system of these tripods. Uh, but they think the strange weirdos are are living on the outskirts in in the forest somewhere, you know. Uh, and of course, it turns out they're the reasonable, sensible ones that haven't been, you know, taken essentially by the tripods, right? Uh, Elizos says, according to ancient text, we only have to go through this crap for seven years. Oh, yeah. Wait, according to ancient text, we only have to go through this crap for seven years. In the end, we shall prevail. Which ancient text is that? That'd be interesting to know. Put it in the regular chat, Elizos. I'd, I'd like to know which one. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, thank you, guys. Thank you, Blasted Lisa. I appreciate that. And everyone else, super chatting. Thank you to Anonymous over on Cointree as well. I do appreciate that. And we had, I think we had one more from, uh, making fun of my name delivery here, uh, Ferocious Chichawas. <laughs> it says, Chichawshaw. No, Chichawshaw. Please read my name at Red Eyes TV. It's hilarious. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Making fun of my pronunciations. Uh, all right. Thank you, boys and girls. Do appreciate you. Thank you to everyone super chatting today. Uh, thank you to everyone joining us over on Entropy or Cointree or Odyssey. Thank you to those of you over on Trovo as well that uh, uh, dumped some, uh, uh, some, uh, some, what do you call it again? Some spells over there. Weekly ranking. Let's say uh, top online. Fancy Pants is number one over there. Thank you. Carve Cocky number two. Uh, and William Shear number three. Thank you to you guys. Uh, how about the, on the weekly rank ranking? We have Brad C. Number one, thank you, Brad. Circumspection Virtue, number two, and Spiteful Mutants, number three. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you to those of you sending, uh, um, you know, spells over there. I did. I saw one earlier. I recall it now. And I'm, did I miss that? I do apologize for that. I did see like a paid uh, chat over there. I, I'm sorry for missing that. It wasn't my intention. I gotta read those right away when I see them, otherwise I miss them in the in the flow. But thank you. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, if you guys want to join us, redassmembers.com, of course, check out the latest member show that we did. I uh, went into detail about some of the other stuff that we didn't uh, talk about today. Actually, uh, always good show. Weekend Warrior. We do that uh, Sunday. We record it Sundays, usually up Mondays uh, with the editing and uh, whatnot. But we have, of course, other content for you guys there as well. Exclusive videos, second hour, many of the interviews that we've done. Uh, and yes, I'm going to do some interviews. Uh, we've had requests and stuff like that, too. Waiting to book some of those in. Uh, Subscribestar.com slash TV is a great way of joining. Uh, if you want to use your credit or debit card, when you do so, just send us a message over there or send an e email, redice at protomail.com. Let us know you've signed up and uh, we'll activate your account on the member's website, redicemembers.com. You can also do the same on Entropy Stream. They do have a subscribe option there, month to month recurring. Uh, but they also have a one-time payment you can make on Entropy. Just click uh, Send Pay Chat if we're on offline. And then you can choose the amount that you want. If you go to redicemembers.com and just uh, you know either create an account if you don't have it uh, or log into your account and then go to your account section at the very top, you have a link that says sign up slash renew 
choose your subscription length, length, just click next, and then you get to a page with all the instructions uh, on how you can sign up and the different payment options and methods that we still have being uh, subjected to a lot of censorship and financial terrorism, right? Uh, so if you do, uh, we also have these options, by the way, the Cash app, as you see on screen, and also the uh, green, uh, green money, it's called. It's an ACH or uh, e-check option. Uh, for those of you who live in the U.S., it's very similar to paying uh, like you would pay a utility bill. Uh, that's a good option. Otherwise, crypto works. We also have a P.O. box. Uh, just shoot us off an email and tell us uh, what um, subscription length you have, and we can activate that for you guys right away. Okay, boys and girls, thank you so much. That's it for me today. Have a great rest of your evening or night, wherever you are, or maybe morning. Uh, we'll see you guys soon again. Flashback Friday back, as usual, of course, on Friday. Uh, we'll have a guest host, though, this uh, Friday. Uh, but it should be a good show, so as always. See you guys later. Take care. Keep fighting. And remember, our ancestors are always watching. Make them proud. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like Red Ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.